Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan, uh, Karosh. Jordan, always one of your hosts, Danny Vargas. Nosebleeds. And Danny Jang. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, my. Wow. Ding, 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 ding. You guys don't know the TikTok. No, we don't. Yeah, I'm in a different part of TikTok than you. If you're not familiar with us or that TikTok, you can find us on podcasting services of your choice. Talking about nerdy stuff, comics, games, movies, everything in between. Uh, we're the weekly DLC. Um, I'm kind of all over the place. I don't know what I'm, my brain is. Part me too. But yeah. Oh my wow! We don't. We have no clue what he's saying. Save it for Vegas. <laughs> um, we talk about nerdy stuff, comics, games, movies, everything in between, and um, we have we share some we share some cookies and oh, yes. cream, and. Um, if you're not familiar with us, yeah, God, I'm totally like lost. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, we're on podcasting that. services, the but audience. we're not just on. We come to you on Mondays, and then what else? Uh, what, what is that doing? Oh. ASMR, ASMR, ASMR. <laughs> you can go back. Okay, it just it looks weird on that camera. You're like, what the fuck is he about to do? Um. Uh, if you're not familiar, no, I've said that like 30, you're familiar with us by now. Um, you can find us on podcasting services. Yes. You know that by now. Yes. But what you may not know is you can find us on Twitch or YouTube. And? Vegas. Vegas. That's, that was going to be my final announcement. <laughs> um, you can find us on Twitch. I'll get to Vegas in a sec because that, that's a, a bit to unpack. Uh, you'll find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the weekly DLC. We're streaming live now. Hit us, hit follow. You'll know when we're streaming. We typically stream Thursdays, sometimes Mondays. It shifts. Our schedules are erratic. You know, people are calling up. We're, we're in Vegas. We're in the Palm Springs. We're in Seattle. San Diego. San Diego. Um, Washington. Indiana, Washington. Uh, sometimes even monkeys call us. Uh, Texas. Yeah, yeah Texas. Uh, Wherever monkeys are from. Yeah. Yeah. I'll talk to them. No. Don't talk to me. Um, and if Twitch is, is not your vibe, we're on YouTube. You can find us at youtube.com slash at the weekly DLC. You can see right now on the screen. If, if you have us on YouTube or on, on Twitch, our channel page, we have shorts, we got YouTube videos, we got the whole shebang. And you could even see us in person as Jang is saying at panels. We've done one panel at LA Los Angeles comic con 2022 by popular demand. We've been brought back into the panel scene. Um, at Level Up Expo, um, in Vegas, in Las Vegas. That's how much vodka are you drinking? <laughs> ready. Which, to be determined because they haven't. By the time that this episode releases, which is it very be this weekend, yeah, very unexperienced. It's, it's a week before, and they don't have a schedule. Yeah. I mean, they have events planned for tournaments. So hey, this guys, is largely guys, a game. guys. It's their tenth year, right? They know what they're doing. <laughs> it's our yeah. I mean, to be fair, I'm not gonna be too critical. This is our 302nd episode. <laughs> We're still having our own issues. Um, but yeah, Las Vegas Level Up Expo. It's their tenth anniversary. We've been uh, kindly invited to commemorate this anniversary. Uh, to kick things off, so to speak, for them. We'll be there on Friday doing the opening ceremonies with our panel, um, starting things off. They thought, what better way to start this convention than hot marm, 
Last Bosses, Sirius Black, and uh, Cujo Prime. And um, yeah, we'll be there. And at, at 12.30, doing a panel. Flying the finest. Yeah. <laughs> Flown out. <laughs> first class. First class. <laughs> Almost stayed at a hotel that I, I was telling Jang the story that dissuaded me from that hotel was I was reading and it was like a bunch of mixed stuff, a lot of not so good stuff. But then all of a sudden I read a story and I, I, I fact checked it. There was at one at least one incident in which an elevator to go to the rooms dropped four flo- floors free fall before the brakes turned on. Oh, it's chill. What was it the name of the hotel? The uh, one that we're not staying at. I mean, no, yeah. Because but but for another convention, <laughs> TwitchCon. They it's bought. the one right next to the convention center. Do you know the name of it? I think it's safe to say the name. We're Westgate. Not, we're not okay, no. Okay. Yeah, it's Westgate. Okay, no, it's we're not, not staying there. We're not. We're not staying there. Uh, but where we are staying, uh, we'll be hosting a weekly DLC after party in addition to the level up after party. Uh, I'm gonna be very blunt and honest. The thing I'm most excited about in yeah. Vegas is the buffet. I'm sorry. <laughs> I haven't had crab legs since. Wait, wait. Are we doing specifically a buffet or like any buffet? Any buffet with the crab legs. Okay, okay. Maybe I'll look at reservations for the because Caesars is yeah really close to where we are, and that's okay. that's the that's like the, the well, it's a popular one. I want to say it's like the it's most a good famous. one. Yeah, it's a popular. It's a, one. it's a it's a at least the last I went many years ago and it was very good. I'm down again, but it was like you had to like you had to have a reservation. You couldn't just walk in when we when I went. <laughs> I haven't had crab legs in three years. Um. I want some. crab rave. That's the thing I'm most excited about. I don't like crab legs. I no? think it's it's a work to fucking open them up and get them out. So. And you haven't seen him eat crab no, legs. Apparently not. We haven't seen Hot Marm either. So maybe we'll see a lot. Hot, of- Hot Marm doesn't eat crab legs. I tell you that much. We want to know what Hot Marm does do. He eats crawfish. Apparently, is he going to be dancing with all these cosplayers? <laughs> So yeah, some that's uh, some cool upcoming news. Like Vargas was saying, by the time you hear this on on uh, podcasting <laughs> services, it'll be the week of us going. So there will be a skip week for the podcast. There will be no episode the following week. We're not doing it as, as, as uh, we're doing a podcast panel. there. We are. It's Can live. Can we just post the panel? We need equipment. It's easy. Your device plus a wire that connects. The device to the other. That's a device. that's a extra fees on the flight. <laughs> and every everything counts right now, so I need to know. That was one of the reasons I asked that. Oh, okay, is what are we taking? <laughs> Flight's so good, it has extra fees. I might even get creative. It might just be. What's up, guys? We're doing the panel right now. I'm gonna. Be, <laughs> I'm just gonna have like a little rest for my arm. Like I'm gonna be so dead because my flight is like that more six or it's like seven to eight. Casey Neistat style. Whew. You got a boost board? I'm gonna vlog my like make <clears throat> just just do right, do right instead after of work. the best flight experience. <laughs> the worst. You should cancel your flight and right after work start driving. Hi guys, I'm the last bosses. <laughs> it's a night we're gonna review. Um, yeah, so th- there's that. And uh, I don't think I mentioned this because I'm just all over the place. Today's episode is episode 302. 302. Uh, we're going to be covering three topics. We usually, each of us bring a topic to the table and uh, we share the topics. We have some fun discussion. Uh, the topics of this week will be Hogwarts Legacy. Oh. 
AMC Seats, and Nintendo's Kingdom of Tears Direct, or Nintendo's Direct with lots of tears from fanboys. But before we get into topics, we always like to ask what everyone's been up to this week. How who, how does the other guy look? <laughs> Vargas, tell so us. If you don't know what he's talking about, I I apparently... I, no, don't tell, them, don't tell them. They need to see. And the... I got a nosebleed. God damn it. And now I have a napkin in my nose. He's a vo- He's got a voice modulator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get that thing out of my head. But, see, uh, now you're where. That's where I've been at for the past few days. So last time I told you that I played World of Warcraft. Uh-huh. Uh, I continued playing World of Warcraft, mm. but uh, I'm not like. So I was telling you I was pushing the content, specifically Mythic Plus Raids. Mm-hmm. So I pushed it all the way to a max of, I guess I did a, a 10 plus Mythic, but I kind of got carried. So what I've done by myself is an 8 plus Mythic. Um, and the, the, my friends, the ones that I've already been playing, have been pushing like 15 plus consistently. But like what? I'm not at that level. So like they've helped me pull it, put like a, te- a plush put push a plus 10 but uh um, much blood loss it was too much like work like i was like man this is stressing me out so whatever so i i took a a step back from pushing content and uh step forward and leveling more characters so i'm on my You're third so- character now no my fourth character now so i have a paladin level 70 a hunter level 70 a mage level 70 and now i'm making the new uh class that this expansion brought in an evoker which could be either be a damage dealer or a healer. Uh-huh. I'm leveling him as a healer because it's super quick to like go into those. Um, there, it's always dungeons. in demand. Yeah, yeah. The healers and tanks are always in demand for dungeons. So when you queue, it's like less than like a two minute wait. Where like as a damage dealer, it could be like twenty to forty minute wait because there's Jesus. so many damage dealers like trying to queue up on dungeons. Okay. Um, so it makes it pretty simple. I did two. Today in the morning before, or not today in the morning, but today before I, I came into the podcast. Yeah. Um, We're recording was, at 8 a.m. It was pretty chill because, like, the first dungeon I did, the tank on the last two bosses, like, DC'd. Like, that better than oh, So, shit. like, they went offline, but they're still there. So, like, when they leave, like, purposely, it kicks it, the, the group automatically kicks them out. But when they DC, it just they just go offline, and I'm over like, oh, he DC'd. Oh. So I was like, let's just go, and we fucking down both bosses without a tank, and it's it's difficult cause because usually, of you. It, it yeah, but normally it's difficult because like the the boss is so much damage that like if it's not concentrated on one person that can mitigate the damage, it, they just would kill the whole raid or whatever. But it's also like a a, a normal dungeon, so. We were able to tank, and I was just healing everyone that was taking damage or whatever. So the, that means that the at least for me, the evoker seems pretty cool to to heal. Okay. Uh, so I've been doing that. Uh, I watched episode two of The Last of Us. Okay. It was it was not heavy, but it was like some more of them. It was long. It was a long view. So like I watched it, and I was like, okay, I, we need to take a break. So what should, what should we do? Boom. But you want you want on uh, episode three is what you're waiting for for the the dad reaction. So I'll, <laughs> I'll let you guys know. I'll let you guys know what happens. Just, just like record yourself and like if your dad's just be like. <laughs> I mean, well, this you don't have to answer this. Is your dad like more conservative or more liberal? He so I used to think he was liberal, hmm. but he uh, he's an immigrant. Like in Francisco, he is. Uh, 
against allowing more immigrants into the country. So he's, you know, conservative. How is he with? I don't understand. I don't okay, I don't want to ask him. I've complained that. to him. I like how the, f- like I tell him like how do you think this way when you've done it this way? And he's yeah. like, times change. I'm like, oh my god. Comforting, admixed. Uh, first time chatter. Thanks for joining us. Hi, I want to offer promotion yes. of your channel. All right, that's viewers, uh, like followers. Yep. Well, no, no, we gotta give a voice yeah. to the people. No, no. Anyways, uh, so I want to click on that link. I I, I just watched that. Okay. I've, I've read manga, but like it's not an important manga, and that's it. Okay. That's it. I uh I watched the anime Eminence of a Shadow or oh, Inner Shadow yeah, yeah. or something like that. I've, heard of that I've been one. keeping up. It's yeah. it's coming out episodically, and I fucking hate it, but. I've decided to choose this one for some reason to be the, the anime that I continue watching. One Piece. I could. You could. I could. And then like tomorrow I'd be done with everything somehow. <laughs> Magically. I don't think I would. <laughs> okay. Jane, what have you been up to? Tell us. Blood Ex-bodybuilder, you know, reacting to Physical 100, which I did last week. But I actually made a part. T- it's hard. Reacting to something that's two hours long, the editing takes... I can edit an hour video okay. in like 15 minutes. But like a two-hour long video, it takes about like twice the time, 30 minutes. What, what about it is difficult? <clears throat> Just more footage to scroll well, through. Well, it depends because like I'm very select... So even when I make YouTube videos, I try not to shoot too much because then I have to look through it again. I only make it purposefully like, all right, we're going we're gonna to shoot. Or So when I speak... It should be a really good moment. Yeah. I'm not going to speak if it's like a whatever moment. Okay, so you're more selective. And the thing is, like when when you're scrubbing through it, like like you're looking at your own footage, you take twice as long because like you you look at a, a few, like that moment like a couple times and be like, is yeah. this work? Yeah. Are Does there? This work? I know it's not Twitch, but are there existing methods in which you could marker give yourself markers as you're recording? Well, that doesn't matter because the markers are my the sound, sound waves. I, I mean, just to know, like, oh yeah, that was so you don't have oh, to scrub. Oh no. no, there isn't any. I try to use like a, I mean, I go through everything anyways, but I try to remember. Oh shit, I said something really funny. Okay, I gotta keep that in. Okay, you said audio keys too, right? Like yeah. you see the audio spike, and you're like, okay, that's where it's at. But I actually did film. I'm I'm behind on physical 100, but the first video is doing so well, it doesn't fucking matter. So I'm just letting it like breathe. And then I was supposed to edit. I edited it yesterday. I fell asleep, woke up at three, <laughs> went back. I I didn't want to make the thumbnail. And even though it only takes like five to ten minutes, I was like, I'm gonna upload it tonight. So I will upload it tonight. People are waiting anxiously, and I I was correct. Like that show, wrestlers. Dominate. I, I made that correct prediction. I was like, dude, wrestlers are going to just dominate this whole show. And the wrestlers just fucking tearing shit up. And they're not the strongest looking dudes. They just know technique. Mm. And they're just fucking people up. And I was like, I, I told you. Like, the wrestler. Even Joe. I mean, I hate. I don't, don't like Joe Rogan. People ask him, if I were to learn a fighting style, any fighting style, what would, what would I learn? He said wrestling. Like, Amateur wrestling, you're talking just, about? Yeah, just, just if you learn wrestling, if you know how to take someone down and defend against that, that's all you need. You're going to beat 99% of all the fights. You just take them to the ground and you win. Be on top, dominant position. It's like, this is just normal street fights he's talking about. 
said wrestling is the skill you need to know. But yeah, I, I mean, I said I was like, dude, wrestlers are going to dominate. Re- the wrestlers are fucking dominating. But Slate Aspire, the he's back. Jump rope. It's like to the point where like, damn, I don't know if I. So it's not it. The the two hundred one section. It's not an audio cue. And it's not a visual cue. So I don't know. It's a rhythm cue, and I don't know the rhythm. I my plan is to learn the rhythm change and do a tutorial because I think even people I see game game facts people talk about it. They're like, I'm a fucking drummer and I can't do this. And I'm just like, Phew. just to make sure it's over. Like after three hundred is when you get the the ones to. Rhythm change. No, no, right. But when do you get the trophy or like the little... 1,000. Oh, it's 1,000. Oh, geez. The hard part yeah. is 201 to 300. Everything is easy except 201 to 300. Does it stay the same beat after 201? Yes. So it's 1 to one to 200, the same beat. This is faster. 300 and to whatever infinity is same beat. But okay. it's like the fastest beat. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, dude, there's like people who do... So there is a stop point. To it, there's people who's done, who've done ten thousand, like Japanese players. <laughs> I'm just like, what? and so to do a thousand, that's seven minutes. It takes about seven minutes to do. So for them to do ten thousand times seven, seven minutes times ten, seventy minutes. <laughs> doing this shit for an hour. Dude. Hour and like ten minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah, I want to know the beat. If I know the beat. I can I, f- I feel like I can make a tutorial video to help other people out because it's not an audio it's definitely not an audio cue it's not a visual cue god damn just it's weird it's just great. a feeling so cue go so look at a video clip mm-hmm. and find the part that it's after 201 yes save that that's clip. what I'm doing that's what I'm so. every day to work you know that clip of Christian Bale walking through the office <laughs> just have so, hour long loops of just that Rhythm just playing the here. highest and walk at that pace. The highest I ever <laughs> do everything at that pace. The highest I ever got was 208. So I'm gonna have to scrub through the that VOD, find that, and I had to listen to my controller taps. <clears throat> I'm gonna amp, amp up the the beat, the, the, the sound, and <laughs> I gotta hear the how I did it. Because when I got past 201, I was like, holy shit, I got the beat, and then it died. What yeah. if? Okay, more more in that vein. What if you had one of those on-screen controller displays mm-hmm. where it shows like inputs, and then it. it and then you see, like you said, you log when you've done it correctly, and then you see the spacing of your own inputs. Even if I made like a sound of how it should sound, it yeah, is. That's what I'm saying. Just yeah. take like the existing, yeah. Yeah. like someone who did the ten thousand. Yeah. Just I think most people. The, the problem is most people don't know. That that transition is as long as they know they know that transition, I think it's like gravy for them. Did you I get a sound clip of the guy going la da da? da. No, <laughs> now you're giving me more more ideas. I want you to do the sound clip like you making the video like I know what I, like the struggle, then the plan the ex- the plan you're doing and then the execution is everything you do is set to that rhythm and it's like you're in the gym you're like dun, dun, no dun, it's, it's gonna dun, have the, the, the J.K. Simmons and then and then like after all this montage you go to the video to do it and you still fail like perfect no 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 and then instead of that we're gonna take a little nap (laughs) and then you wake up you forgot everything you did wake up but that um 
Are you I'm gonna a, Are you gonna play that game? Yeah, I want to, and this is like, <laughs> this is like, you're saying this is this... like. Okay, so I don't stream as much. I know. Right? I know. So it's like one to two two days now yeah. a week, but this is going on two weeks, I think. Holy shit! Which is only four days. Yeah. Still four days. <laughs> yeah, four days of like a four hour <laughs> stream is a lot. Sixteen hours. I should have this by then. And it's crazy. I like in my mind, I'm like, I should know it by now. Like I don't. I don't know <clears throat> anything. Of how that shit works. You know what you don't <laughs> and know. And what's scary is the transition from 300 to 301. There's is a the transition? Impact. Yeah. because you were saying? That's the last the one. After that, it's It's 200 to 300. It goes back to the normal beat from 300. Oh. That, I mean, I, I think feel like that could fuck you up. That could fuck me up. Okay. I misunderstood. Because you'd be so would... fast and all of a sudden, like, it slows <gasps> down and you're like, fuck. And well, that's, that's where the, that's that's where that the whiplash that, comes It's back. tricky. So it's slow, medium, fast, faster. And then that two hole one is a slow. It's it goes slow. Dude, why? Double double tap. I don't understand. It's for the bragging rights. Slate Aspire. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm playing Slate Aspire. Yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Slate Aspire. So you got your reactions. You got Reaction, your jump ropes. Reborn rich. Um, did you go to any fun events? Yeah, I did. Um, did I watch? Oh, I watched Knock at the Cabin. Oh, I'm not sure. How was it? It was okay. I mean, yeah. it's one of his better films. Does okay. it do the whole twisty thing? No, there's no twist. No. There's, I mean, a the, good twist, story? the twist is, is he telling? So basic, basic plot is these four guys come to a cabin. There's two dads and their daughter that they adopted. They have to kill someone. They're told. Right? They're told to kill someone because if they don't. They all die. Apocalypse shit happens. To so, the whole world. To the whole world. And so I guess the twist is, are they telling the truth or are they not? That's the twist. And so is B- Batista's one of the notable actors. He's like the main guy. Isn't, isn't Ron Weasley also one of the other guys? He's good too. Yeah? But okay. Batista fucking... Are, do they play dads both? No, no, no. Oh. They're they're the, the guys coming in being oh, like, okay. you gotta So do. one of the dads, you know who he was? He's the king from... Uh, Hamilton? La-di-da-di-da. Daddy, yeah, Daddy. I like that Hamilton. actor. Yeah. yeah, Hamilton. He's also in. Um, <clears throat> there was a David Finch show. I forget the name of the show. Mind something. Mind Hunters. Yes, Mind Hunters. He's a good actor. Yeah. So he, he was one of the dads. He's okay. one of the dads. But yeah. Batista was good. Batista, man, is a he. I, I, he might get an not for this role, but oh, his acting chops are so good. He, he's an Oscar caliber fucking actor. And he's it mentioned might. that he, said he wants to stop do, being uh, Drax because. He feels like it's it's typecasting him into a certain mm-hmm. role when well, he I wants to play uh, other ones. I think the whole thing of him with the Guardians was like, if James Gunn's not in, I'm out. Like yeah. when that was happening, I remember he was like, "Fuck this shit!" Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm back in my boy. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, dude, he he can win an Oscar. Like, cool, he's that fucking good. Holy shit! I, like, I remember even just a few minutes of him in Blade Runner 2049. It was ama- He was like he captivated me. The the daughter mm-hmm. stole the show too. Really, but Ron Weasley did pretty fucking good too. Nice. I was like, holy. I might shit. have to check it out at some point. It's not scary. I okay. mean, maybe because I have the Skinner Marine armor. No, but it <laughs> is not. It the trailer shows most of the fucking. And I don't like trail. Damn, I don't like watching trailers now. Yeah. Because it shows what the fucking thing is, the plot. Okay. Um, M Night Shyamalan. I have to admit, even though like a lot of people, I, there was someone in the theater that was like, you could tell like. Oh, like like Dana liked the film. I'm just like, did you pay more for better seats? No, 
we'll get into that. <laughs> but um, he may be inconsistent in his movies, but as a director, I think he's top tier, dude. He has some shots. I'm just like, that's a dope ass shot, dude. If I were to do a comparison of anyone, I'd say he kind of, and maybe you correct me if you think any different. He kind of reminds me of, is it uh, the guy that makes uh, No More Heroes? Oh, for games, <laughs> from, a, from a game standpoint, kind of creative, right. not necessarily consistent, but interesting ideas. Like, you know what's crazy is like he doesn't, he doesn't use studio money to make films anymore. He hasn't made studio money because keeps the, the studio don't, they don't believe in him. So he's like, all right. I'll put my own money in the game, but he's been making money. Dude, low, horror fil- low cost horror films. If, even if they suck, they make money. Would like, you say it's more of a suspense? Yeah, people. I mean, people go to watch it for like either the gore, which I don't care for, or the scares. That's yeah. what people majority okay. go to horror films for. So a horror film could suck ass, but as long as it can scare you, like. Well, I, like I kind of considered Nope. As sort of like a more of a suspense thriller than it is a outright horror in the traditional way. I this made me think it was more in that vein of like it's suspenseful. It's it, there's there's like a, a cliffhanger, but it's not necessarily like hunting. You know, like I don't know deeper horrors. But it looked interesting, so that's cool to hear. Um, what well, did you do anything else? Went to see my boy Guillermo del Toro, and it was a book signing for. Uh, an actor, Thomas Blake Nelson. You've seen him in stuff. You don't recognize the name. He was, was he the one sitting next to Guillermo del Toro in your picture? I know. Him. Oh, holes. But yeah, he's in holes, <laughs> and he's also uh, he's in Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Watchmen. Watchmen. The, the it's show. funny, like you know someone, but you don't know their name. Like, yeah, that's how that actor is. You know, he's in a lot of stuff. His book is about trying to make it into Hollywood. Okay. And he's written like three plays, directed three films. So wow. it was it was a book signing for him and Guillermo del Toro was there? So Guillermo is very close to him. He's in wow. he was wow. I didn't know. The Crickets in Pinocchio. The Crickets or the Cricket? The dead when when you die in Pinocchio. Oh, the, those Crickets. Those cr- he was he was Okay, I was like Ewan McGregor was the uh, was Oh, Jim no, no, oh yeah, yeah, no, no. The the ones in the afterlife. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, and he was in a couple of Guillermo del Toro films. I was just okay. looking. I was like, oh, they're close. Nice. And they're talking about L.A. And I was just like, yeah, it's pretty accurate. Like, I think Guillermo's like, yeah, Ellie's, Ellie's a very unique city. I guess they both don't live here. And they're like, it's like 10 cities in one. Oh, like, he's yeah. like, it's so many different things here. And like, and fuck. So I went there because I wanted to get my fucking BB sign. BB. <laughs> and when I go, go into the event, there's people lined up with merch. And I'm like, they didn't buy tickets to the event. So I was like, oh, they're going to get. So Guillermo's like kind of chill. He'll like wait after to sign. But at the event, he was like, oh, there's, he's not signing anything. And he just leaves. I was like, oh, shit. And we were like, fuck. And then like we're trying to find him. And then we saw some dude outside. He's like, oh, yeah. He was downstairs in the parking lot. He was just signing stuff. I was like, god damn, I missed it again. <laughs> so next time I'm going to hang around those guys. It's, it's annoying because it's like you want to see them speak. But at the same time, you want to do these other things. And it's like, you have to pick, honestly. Well, shit, dude. Like, the thing that annoys me is those guys are scalpers. That's Like, too. you can tell. Yeah. And I was just like, fuck, I'm, I'm a fan, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <sighs> I remember my first experience with that was actually at the LA Book Festival. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing an author speak. And then afterward, they were doing a signing. And there was already a massive land for the signing. I'm like, what the hell? Who was it? Who was it? Um, uh, she wrote 
the the Handmaid's Tale, I think. Margaret oh. She Wrote. Mar- Margaret that, don't Atwood? I want to say Thatcher. <laughs> Atwood? Yeah. Margaret, Margaret Atwood, Atwood, yeah. I, I've met her once. The Handmaid's Tale? Yeah, she has too? a long-ass line. Didn't yeah. we get her signature? I, yeah. Yeah, I did a video. Yeah, that of you was when you were. The... That was when handmade. I was. This was before. Oh, okay, okay. When it was other works, but it was with my. So you're ex. a hipster now. Before she was famous. What was yeah. funny was I wasn't even going for me. I remember you mentioned the book festival, and uh, my ex at the time and me wanted to go to the festival. She couldn't, and I was like, "Uh, well, who are you looking forward to seeing?" I was like, "She's one of my favorite authors," yeah. and I'm like, "All right, I want to do something for you. I want to go because I wanted to go go to the thing." But I'm like, "I'll go and get the book signed for you." So yeah. I was like. I go sit in the panel. I'm like, I'm thinking, this is how you do this, right? <laughs> sit in the panel. They'll tell you where to go after. Right. And I'm like, uh, line over. And I see people leaving. I'm like, wait, no q and I'm like, they're doing a q and Why do they leave? I'm like, wait, is there something afoot? And I'm like, I'm going to leave. I go, the lines, I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I got the book signed, but it was a long line. Yeah, yeah. And it would have been longer if I waited longer. <laughs> I love that festival. You get like, you meet a lot of interesting I think authors. Christina Apple no the one uh fuck what was her name the one that was in, Alicia Silverstone that's who yeah. I'm thinking of she did she had a books uh she had an appearance one of the years I think you were there that year too I don't think so no I don't remember well I think I went on one day and you went on a different day that might have, I don't know okay but yeah you I remember you met Frank Cho John Cho John Cho Zach yeah. Penn yeah we're gonna make uh Harold and Kumar. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. But did that um, jump roping one more day and I'm just going to play the game. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. I can't. I don't know. Two more days, maybe? <sighs> I don't stream as much anymore. I just fucking make reaction videos. Just attempt the rope, one more stream. And if you don't get it, don't do it again. Dang. I don't. I've never backed down. I mean, I've never finished soul level. Well, one. I guess you could Dark do Souls. it, but like commit, dude. Just stick with it. Soul level one, Dark Souls. I never finished. I have an idea. What if you do continue doing it, but it's not the whole stream. It's like we're gonna give today's today's attempt. Do give it give it a solid attempt, and then you're like, okay, next day, today's attempt, yeah, and then I just keep do keep doing that. I don't know. Depends on how you feel. <sighs> That's gonna be the death of me. That's the hardest. No, thing that's I've... gonna be the <laughs> slow fire. <laughs> I think, to be honest, I'm getting this feeling that the Switch version is not updated. After what we just saw, yeah, <laughs> because I've never seen that relic. Yeah, all. we were watching a uh, girlfriend reviews uh, the uh, the boyfriend uh, streaming. And he's been playing Ascension Level 20 on Slay the Spire. And then there was a relic that Jang saw. And he's like, what the hell is that thing? And he's like... <laughs> I've never seen this relic before. No, I unlocked everything. Fuck. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, damn. Finishing books, dude. How many you got? I remember you were close. You finished four. For this year so far? You've met your, your, <laughs> quarterly, your quarterly uh, metrics. Yeah, we don't stream anymore. We make reaction bodybuilding. You're not. You're not doing book talk. Clickbait. Guess who's back? I'm gonna upload one tonight. The people are waiting. You you should do like you know build muscles on there on the photo, and then when they like you show it. I'm not a bodybuilder, guys. <laughs> yeah, I recommend Physical 100. It's very well edited. I don't know, dude. It seems like they filmed that shit in like five days. Cause yeah. I don't know, like, how. Yeah. 
Well, I know. They just have multiple camera angles, so they reuse footage. It's easy. Easy. I think it's easy, but it's probably not easy. It's intricate, but yeah, you got to make sure everything's seamless. I think it's easy once like they know how to do it. Like you know, if you're doing a video and you're only taking one shot, one angle of of everything, you're like, oh fuck, I need to reshoot stuff. But when you fucking have thirty cameras filming the same thing over and over and over again, dude, it blows my mind. I don't know if you guys ever know if you guys have seen or paid attention to, but with WWE television, they have all these cameramen running around the rings. And there's there behind the entrance. There's that's gorilla position, and that's where the like Triple H or the Vince McMahon is there. And they're like, cut to this camera, cut to that camera, and they have to like time it just right to go with the action. They, it's not like, oh, do this. He's like, oh shit, something's going on over there. Switch angles so that it's right when it's like a collision yeah. hits. It's like, but you have to you have to have an eye for like all these. There's monitors. people that like that's their job, like for yeah. events too. They're like, yeah, right, cut to this camera, cut to this camera. It's nuts. Yeah, like what it takes. What's crazy about that show is, I mentioned it while reacting. I said they should. Why don't they make like a U.S. version of it or a world version? And I was like, it would be different because like these guys, these Korean guys, like when they, so the first event, the top fifty get to pick who they fight against in the second event. Oh, so, so the big guys were choosing the small guys. No, the Koreans were honorable. They're like, let's make it fun for everyone. I want to pick you. You're like you're the same built as me. Oh shit! So I felt like in the world or yeah. US version, we'd, we'd, be like, we'd be like, yeah, I'm smallest pick the skinniest person, skinniest dude, yeah. or the, the you know the smallest I'm girl. Say one person picked a girl though, a guy, and people were just like, boo. They were like, boo, and then he's just like, just like he, he's the villain of the show. He's just like, <sighs> yeah, it was unfair. Even though the girl was stronger, like he had technique. Yeah, he was yeah. an MMA fighter. And, yeah, but that's why, I mean, it, yeah, oh, man, they're, they're too honorable, man. They're like, let's make this fun for everyone to watch. I want to pick you. <laughs> but their trash talking is also like, it's not fucked up. It's like, I'm going to make you go home and eat chicken. Like, it's just like, it's like kind of like nice. It's like bragging rights. I'm going like to make com- you go home and eat your mom's dinner. Yeah. Oh, it's just dude, like, it's so embarrassing. It's like, it's like nice. It's yeah. nice. It kind of makes me look like anime stuff. Like little tropes. <laughs> That's on the last boss's channel. If you want to check out those reactions. <laughs> this or this? Is it is it uh, raining? No. Why aren't you both? <laughs> <laughs> nice. What what about you, Chris? Uh, what have I been up to? Uh, there was actually one thing I wanted to show. Um, is it a movie? Did you make a music video? TikTok. Guess who's back? No, um, I had an impromptu uh, guest spot on a podcast. Oh, wow. You're cheating. All right, cool. Don't talk to me about cheating. <laughs> Mister, I've started a podcast. I've, I've joined a podcast. I'm in charge of a podcast. All these things I was you, throwing You podcast to. whore. <laughs> I was thrown into all these things. No, you weren't. You're like, guys, I'm thinking of starting my I own podcast. I didn't volunteer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, those are things that I want to yeah, do on my own. But yeah, the, the yeah. things that you heard about, I th- I was thrown into for example. No, you like I'll do it. I they put me like on I the volunteers Discord. Tribute. They like, threw me in like the <laughs> thing. I'm like, what the fuck? I'll like? get the story straight when I work at the company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a uh, friend of the show, uh, Ken Rollo. Uh, he's he him and I go way back. We had a comic <clears throat> book. We were part of a comic book core on YouTube. Um, He's been a, him and his two friends, Patrick and Kareem, have a podcast, Tangential Giants. Really more on the on the comic f- 
figures, Marvel, DC, just focused did, a lot did of stuff. Did you say one word, or was that tangential giants? Tangential. Oh. Tangential giants, I think. Like testicle giants. Am I, am I saying this right? It's TG Pod. Tangential giants, yeah. Okay. It's in big words. I'll, I'll have it up in a second. Oh, you can't. It's gen, gen, it looks like it says genital. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Shit. Genital giants. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was I was featured on this podcast. Make it smaller. <laughs> there we go. There we go. It's fixed. You can't make these things small. These genital giants. Oh my god. Tangential giants. Um it's a, no, I just see genital. Ten genital giants. Gen, gen, gentle. Gentile giants. Gentile giants. Ten genital Ten, giants. Anyway. They invited me, and literally, it was like, hey, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, I, I'm going to be streaming. He's like, okay. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, uh, po- uh, we're recording. Do you want to guess? I'm like, uh, sure, when? He's like, 30 minutes. I'm like, what the f- I'm driving home. <laughs> and so- You yeah, physically be there? No, no, no. It was all over Discord. Okay, okay, okay. They, they had, the episode hasn't been uploaded yet, but it was perfect because we had just done our episode about a similar topic. It was James Gunn, James Gunn DC lineup. Oh. And they- Man- I thought I didn't know. I knew I had asked no questions. I, I went in with little to no prep. I kind of just went with yeah. what I knew, and I was kind of going to riff off what they had. And three hours later, we finished recording. I was like, Jesus Christ, that was long. <laughs> and I'm, I mean, not long because we do yeah, that, yeah. but I was like, what up, Bone Dark? Thanks for joining Bone us. Bone yay. Um, but I didn't, ex- I didn't know how long theirs is. So no. I was like, I don't know what we're, how, what we're hitting, what we're not. I'll just say... Uh, it was a good conversation. Yeah, like we I killed it. We went we went in into a lot of comic book like references uh-huh. of like oh what if this story gets adapted. I did give I there, I, I want to give Jang Yu a shout out because a lot of the the stories I, there were two points I made that I was like we made on our podcast that bosses made. One was um, the Alan Moore? huh Alan Moore the Alan Moore Swamp thing. Yeah, they, they weren't they were thinking more of like I think the recent shows which were like kind of more straightforward horror. Um, and I was like, what about that story? And they're like, what is this? And I kind of briefed him on that. The other thing was your point. I, and I, I was like, oh, yeah, one of my friend, one of my hosts uh, was saying a point about directors and experimenting with that and, like, doing stuff. And that was a point we brought up that they were, they were really going into, like, I think they were – overall tone was uncertainty. The actions speak louder than words. This you know who knows if they even stick to this plan given how many times they've jumped ship on plans before. Right, right. But I was trying to hold hope. I was trying to. I made a reference that I wish I thought of for ours because I'm gonna make it here real quick. So the Lantern Show uh-huh. was where I kind of was like I was made. I made a pitch for that one that I think would be. Good. So James Gunn says it's it's like True Detective in mm. a vein, and I was like okay, buddy caught like two cops, intergalactic space stuff. In my head, initially, I was like, maybe he's just loosely saying that just to be like, it's two cops mystery. But what if it is much more like, have you guys seen True Detective season one? No. No. The basic part of the, the, the narrative structure of that first season is it's been years since the whatever case that they're just they're showcase showing in the episode in the show in that season. And they're being interviewed by other cops of like what happened 15 years ago oh. in that case. That was a messed up case. It got ugly. Things happened. 
and they're being like talked to in a police precinct. And I'm like, what if that's the premise of this show? Is the two of them have like used to be partners, now not, and like they're one of them is like the Matthew McConaughey, like I'm fucking man, this shit. And other, like, other lanterns are interviewing them. Yeah, or like the, the precinct or whatever, and it's like. Then it flashes back to them being younger cops, like just looking into the discovery of it. Um, and that kind of got them on board. I was like, that could be an interesting show if they go with that tone of storytelling. But it was a fun time. It was a good time. Um, I'm open to doing that again with them. Um, the Tangential Giants. <laughs> um, if you leave us for them, just give us a heads up. Please. Hey, uh, heads up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I can't. The thing was, it was like certain things they were getting, certain other things I'm like, man. I don't get this. Um, but it was fun. It was a good time because Kareem is a guy I also knew, but I've never had a chance to have that long of a discussion with. It was always in passing. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. We finally get to, like, have a space where we talk. And Ken and I have gone back way back. And it's funny because he's very passionate and energetic. And then I'll counter him and I'll get very passionate and energetic. And we, we hit it at, at opposite angles with that stuff. So, um, Logan Paul. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did make they they were confused about what the hierarchy of power will be with the new shift in the DCU. Oh, James Gunn's the highest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I did that. That was fun. I've been streaming. Um, I'm taking man, dark uh, not Dark Souls, Warhammer 40k, Chaos Gate is my Dark Souls. It's torture. It. I tried one off stream just to be like maybe if I just don't stream, yeah. I'll be hundred percent. I'll maybe and like. It's not. And literally cakewalk up until the last part of the mission and a hundred things happen. I'm like, how do you, there is no winning no matter what I did. Like there's a thousand things happen. My units aren't leveled. I'm wounded. Time is against me because in the world map, if I let any one of these planets or sectors hit critical mass, which they're all on the cusp of doing, then it's just game over. So it's like, okay, I have to respond to them and i'm like okay i go respond i fail the mission because it's insanely difficult and i'm under leveled then i'm like well what if i go grind levels and i try to go grind levels those missions are insanely hard and difficult and my guys are dying i try to and there's ships in the middle of the pathways from sector to sector and if i run into them my ship hull is busted up until this point and i haven't been able to get the supplies to repair it so one hit from any of them destroys my entire ship and kicks me back to the main menu i'm like I don't know what the fuck to do. Sounds like you got to start over again. No, I'm not doing that. It won't let me change the difficulty, and it won't let me... I have to start over if I want to do... Don't tell chat, but like put in cheat codes. And, no. Know, <laughs> I want to... Invincible. <laughs> I, I looked up... Honestly, I did look up mods just to see if I could make it funny. There's The only mod there was was <laughs> New Game Plus. I'm like... Mm. <laughs> Make it harder. It was New Game Plus, and it's like, oh, I put this New Game Plus file on Legendary Plus difficulty f just to make it extra spicy. I was like, <laughs> fuck this. Fuck this. So, not hard enough? Yeah. So that's that. The thing is, it does. it's not blanket statement hard. I ended up making it hard not realizing because I have a barrack full of units, mm. and instead of picking like maybe four, you get four units per mission. Instead of sticking to four to eight <clears> of them, I've been diversifying yeah, every mission with every character. Yeah, you have. And not realizing that I need like these they're not they're all low level now. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't do any of these missions. And I can't retroactively go back. So it's a whole thing. I'm on hiatus with it. I'm kind of like you are potentially with the jump room. I'm like, we'll see if I come back. But I used the opportunity. I was like, well, Hogwarts is coming out. We'll talk more about Hogwarts in general. In it's second, kind of crazy though. People are watching me do the jump rope thing. 
Yeah? Boggles my fucking mind. Like, I feel, honestly, it's the first time I've actually felt bad doing one of your alerts. Oh. Because I'm like, I see Once you. I get it, I get it. I don't get it. That's the thing. I know, but it's still like, I don't, like, that's a lot. You distracted him. I've done it. No, <laughs> I mean, I've been pretty good, though, with the distractions. Okay. Well, that, that's a test to your, to your discipline. Um, I started playing Hogwarts on, on stream, um, and... That's a controversial game. It is. We'll get into it. Um, but I wasn't into it. And it was funny because I tried starting it, made my character. It was. I started the night I did the podcast. So I was like, fuck, it's already late. I just want to make my character and get started. Dialogue after cinematic after dialogue after cinematic. And I'm like, can I just start, can I start playing? Can I start playing? And it's like, one more dialogue, one more tutorial, one more. I'm like, okay, cool. Got it. Let's let, Show me more on the late. The next day, I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna have the whole stream. We're gonna play. I got really into it. I had my Hufflepuff stuff out. I'm like, we're gonna we're gonna get in. An hour into it, I was like, I'm afraid to fall asleep. It just had me go from class, talk to a girl, talk to a girl, talk to a guy, talk to a classmate, talk to five more people. Talk, and I'm like, can I play the game? And it still said there's more. And I'm like. I, I'm going to fall asleep. So I, I stopped streaming Hogwarts. The sleep stream. <laughs> but because bark, the, bark. it was right after the Nintendo Direct, so I was like, there are I, the other direction I was thinking of going, and it was what I leaned into, was there has been, both because of the Nintendo Direct, but also Steam over these few days, I think through this weekend, is doing, uh, it's a bunch of indie games called Steam Next First. And mm-hmm. all of the games that are being shown on there, all of them have demos. And so I was like, let me just download like five of them and just try a bunch of demos out. So I want to talk briefly about just like a couple. I played Phantom Brigade. It's a tactics style game, but with a spin on real time. It's like it's got the mech aspect of things, but uh, you have like, let's say, three or four units. The enemy has like a bunch of tanks and, and other uh, counter mech units. And it shows because of some futuristic technology, it shows their trajectory of where they'll be in the next five seconds. You have that in foresight. I think we saw this game on uh, PAX. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. It was. It wasn't the one we played. Right. Right. It was. It was in that same booth with the uh, Necrodancer. The Necrodancer. Yeah. 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 Uh, so the demo is. So the way the combat works is it's it shows that and it's like you pick each of your units, select their movement, select their actions at any point you want them to take during their movement so that you might maybe during at the first five steps you're undercover and then here you're finally able to get line of sight and you'll be like hit attack four times. But if you do that, each attack overheats you. So then you have to mitigate how often how your frequency right. of attack or if you want to overheat and still attack and where your other units will be at that at those moments so, so that you you're like you have to weigh like if it's worth it to ki- get the kill or if it's not enough like to go super hard yeah, with one character yeah. or to space out the timing of things because that I, I learned the hard i learned the hard way if i didn't move one guy and i move this guy here in a certain time frame they were at opposite ends and they were shooting and they were in each other's crossfire oh, so they were hitting the enemy but they also taking yeah. damage from each other i was like so like oh. a bullet can miss and go straight and no it can it. hit them and hit you if you have oh, like a shotgun pellet spray yeah. it just hit both so i was like there's room for that to be cool. It was very much a, a, a demo, dem, like showcasing what the capabilities were. I want to see it really to put that kind of st- strategy to the test. Um, and it's going to come out later this month too, which I'm, I'm kind of excited about. Uh, so that was one of the games. You playing a big game? I think so. For 
Maybe. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you can bid. We <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure you bid the right amount. <laughs> um, so that's that's that was one of the ones I tried. I tried this one. It was like a Tetris party game, but it requ- the demo required it's another tetris. player. It's, no, it's called <laughs> it's Tetris ninety eight. No, close. It was like <laughs> Simul, Simul or Simtol or something. Simul Tetris. And Sim- it's like Simul you're Tetris. a character that throws the blocks and they bounce and everything. And it's like it, it looked kind of party esque, but I, I I wasn't able to really get into it. Um, and then uh, the last one I got into. I only really sucked. The third one, I was like, okay, this is my last one, really, was Sea of Stars, which uh, we'll get into as well. But the demo was really fun. Played through the whole thing. Hit the like the demo end credits or whatever you want to call it. The demo limit. Hey, you play the other ones till the, till the demo limit? Phantom Brigade seemed like it had a lot more to go. And I wanted, I knew I wanted to get to Sea of Stars. So I was like, I, I did like three or four missions. And I was like, okay, I want to try something else. So, um I did Sea of Stars, had a good time with it. Bone Dark was there with me, uh, chilling in. And um, then uh, I ended the stream with a, a tip that Jang had given me. He said, uh, you, should, you should stream Tetris. Ooh. And, I, and I streamed Tetris. I, I tried the, 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 so the became, Game Boy one. You became the most entertaining Tetris streamer. 100%. Sure. I leaned into it. Sure. So I started doing Tetris, the Game Boy Classic one that's on the virtual. I'm like, this is scratching an itch. But then I'm like, I need 99. I need, I need to try 99. So I, go, I jump on 99, and I get in there, and like I'm like, oh, I'm a little rusty. And I start doing it. And Bonar's talking to me. He's like, oh, you're kind of good. I'm like, let, let, me, let, me, let me grab a little bit. And like, I, start, I kind of start getting the ego on. going. And then on. I was like, how, how far do you think we can go, Bonar? And then he's like, I don't know, 13? I'm like, I got to beat 13 now. <laughs> and I lost at 30. I was like, one more, one more. And, I, and I'm sitting there, I'm playing, I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like losing, and I drop it all. I'm like, I started getting cocky, but yeah. I was talking the whole when time. I, when I used to stream it, yeah. and, you know, if I lost, like top 10 lost, shows your name, and then you see Japanese names. <laughs> I go, Japanese <laughs> I always did the Japanese <laughs> What's funny is, when I've been doing the Warhammer one, I always start with this weird, like murder Teletubby flash game, just as a joke. Because one of my one of the my folks in the chat, here comes the nerd friend of the show, uh, was like, "Oh, I used to play this," and I'm like, "What is this game?" And I'm like, "This is hilarious." So it's like a point and click kind of like duck hunt. I saw you play that shit. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well maybe my new one will be. A little bit of Tetris. And you have to like hit buttons to change like the... You have to hit one, two, and three to change between chainsaw, mid-range, and sniper. And I've been getting... It's like my new aimbot thing. Because (laughs) I'll do that, and I'll play Valorant. And I'm like, damn, I'm doing good today in Valorant. Speaking of Valorant, I've been playing that with my brother and cousin. They're getting... They've now gotten to the point. I want to say this. This past week, they're like, guys, check your skins today. (laughs) And then they check every day. Even if we're not playing, they're like, check your skins today. My brother's like... I, I got a, I got two skins. <laughs> do they do they know about Peeker's advantage? I saw a video on TikTok. It's bad. Yeah, but like, if you're I, standing, I, they're not at that point. Yes, they're not at that point. <laughs> we, we don't play, like but, but but the thing is, like, you're not supposed to stand still. Like, at, we I'm, don't at a spot. You're supposed to always be kind of like we, we don't do that either. Oh. <laughs> we don't. They're, they're we playing don't do like no, no. Because if you stand still and you're aiming at the head, yes. And a guy comes around the corner, what you see is him go. What he sees. What he sees is he. You don't it, shoot. Yeah. At all. Yeah. It's like whew. 
it's so bad. Dude. I remember it was you were saying it was Summit One G. No, that was with Tarkov, right? That was a different thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, so we're not that level. Of <laughs> we're they're coming. I think my cousin's probably the the most calm of this in terms of he plays like a sniper. His favorite is always the op. The sniper and that stuff. So he's more laid back, peeking and stuff. So maybe it might pertain to him. My brother and I. Oh, and also found out when you. So if you're in cover, like let's yeah. say a wall, and you zoom in, uh-huh. your shit comes out more. Oh. So you're not supposed to zoom in sometimes. We don't zoom in. Oh. <laughs> you, never, you never aim down sight? I started lately when I'm, mean, when I'm on defense. Depends, when I'm know. on defense and I'm watching a position, I'm like. I want my accuracy crouch, but also if I'm watching a couple angles, I don't want to aim down sign because I'm like, I want to be able to just quick. Um, We're, I think we're the type of player where, and this has happened. My brother is trying to attempt to get kills by hopping into a room and like shooting three guys. And when it did, if nine out of ten times it fails, but that one time it doesn't, we're hyped the rest of the week. (laughs) We're like, uh, yeah. Um, so it's been fun, and I think they're starting to get like my cousin has been picking cipher a lot more. He because he likes like the yeah. covert sniping, defense. all the the defense. My brother has leaned harder into. There's a new water character that I think we saw Shroud play. They they do they this character does a lot of what Viper does, where it's like a zoning with like walls that prevent eyeline sights and stuff. And I'm just a murder machine. I just go for kills. Um, the Reina character. Uh, she'll like every kill I can heal off of. So I'm just over there. I'm like, how many kills can I get? Um, so that's been fun. And uh, the last thing I've been doing, your nose is better. Oh. Hopefully. Hopefully. No hentai. <laughs> Hopefully it's better. <laughs> the last thing I've been doing is just con- content. Um, a lot of TikToks. Um, a, lot of, a lot of TikToks and posts. and <laughs> A lot of t- it's It's become like a machine in some ways. Because I'm like, one day I was like, okay, morning noon night draft these these <laughs> ones and in my head i'm like what, what am i why am i doing it? like i'm like oh yeah yeah okay i'm reminding myself like yeah, yeah i'm there there is a goal there is a goal i'm like I'm, but then last night i was just like that dude that thing i'm like fuck it just post and there was like one of those movie bracket things or game i was like fuck it post and you know get some traction but some of my posts i got one at like eight thousand. Oh wow, eight thousand views. Eight thousand views and a hundred likes. Oh wow. Um, but most of them are. There's a more of an average of like one hundred to three hundred yeah. things. But the likes are going more. I'm get actually the other thing in that vein of the TikToks was I tried two things. I tried two different reviews. Um, or well, I guess one's more of an early impressions. I did one review of a game. It was forty Warhammer, and I did it. It was. It felt cringy. Um, because I did it like one of those loops where it's like, where it ends and it starts. Yeah. It's like, and that's why, and then it just starts again. I'm like, I, I, I did it because I wanted to try that. I'm like, Oh, this is, this is hard to think. I don't know. It was hard to think of it. And then doing it was like, it felt weird. But then I did a video about the bloopers of that. Cause that took fucking a gajillion yeah. attempts. I only showed a handful of the bloopers. It was more of a, <laughs> just like a hundred <laughs> stutters. The other one was more of like those types of videos where it's like two people conversing and I just kind of winged it. So I the the winging part of it was it's me on one side doing one thing and me on the other side playing a game. And it's like, what are you playing? And I'm answering. 
So when I did it, the behind the scenes of it is I didn't plan what questions I was going to ask. I'm like, I'm just going to sit here and hit record and think of every question I should ask and space them out. So I just sat there. I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, okay, what should I think of next? What is that? How is it? Do I need the other ones to know? I'm like, I think that's enough questions. Do you recommend it? And then <laughs> when I did the responses, I'm like, wait, what did I ask myself a second ago? <laughs> so I just start like, I'll, I'll say this. This is a this is a good response. This is a good response. These could make sense in out of context or any context. This is just me describing the game. So you just answered nothing. I answered to nothing. I felt like a crazy person. <laughs> I'm like, this is. I'm, I think is I'm just yeah, realizing it's kind of like script writing. It is, yeah, but like when you're coming up with a skit, and... there's a lot to be said about. And I, I, having just watched your video, we were watching the the serious black thing. There's a lot to be said about just another actual person being there recording, just to make me feel <laughs> kind of sane. I don't care if that's the case. as long as knowing it's so, it's just me being like. <laughs> 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 My was like, what the fuck? I was going? more worried about fucking the people around me. Yeah, that I mean that, that's was, another thing that too. That is a fucking doing that in public. Yeah, Ooh, ballsy, dude. Yeah, ballsy in fucking costume like that. I would stand it takes out like a motherfucker. Yeah, it takes getting out of your like already yeah. getting out of your comfort zone, speaking over like that. But then also but doing stuff like that in public, you get you get more comfortable. Like shit, don't bother me as much. Like it's weird. The the weird part is like. I've already do the editing of all kinds of other stuff, but I know I'm just me comfortably speaking casually like this with those it's skits. And I'm just sitting here like, why do I sound like I'm like really paying attention to inflections mm. to mannerisms. I, I'm like, yeah. I, so when I did like my first TikTok video, I have, well I had, I deleted them all, but I had like 50 fucking videos of I me going like, Hey guys, I'm, <sighs> Hey, and I was like, I, it was either too energetic, not energetic enough. Like, I don't know what the fuck accent I had at the time. And I was like, it's disappointment. And it's the same thing when I was doing the um, the YouTube video for the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Titan Souls. Yeah. Or Soul so Titan and, and, and even even at, like the finalized version, I'm not happy with like, it's I fine. sound like a robot. I'm just, just like, put it out there. Hey, guys, have you ever heard of a game you like? Because this is why I say you still put it out there. I think I understand. I feel the pain. I sympathize. Yeah, but yeah. I got a comment on my video for the Warhammer one. And the guy was like, I was on the fence about buying this game. But after I watched this, I'm, I'm not going to buy I it. Bought it. <laughs> and I was like, I did it. Where's my commission? Yeah. <laughs> Make this game easier. God damn it. Some of my older YouTube videos, I don't take them down. Like it shows the progression. That like, too. Like, damn. My very first people watch, or you look back and you say, "I forgot certain things I missed doing or something." People watch my the last boss of Python. They're like, "That's hilarious." I'm like, "No, that shit is fucking cringe." <laughs> and I'm just like, "No, I want Thunderclap back." <laughs> how, how does that's that not still take funny? <laughs> to me, that's still funny. That's not funny. That's funny. That's not funny. That's funny. <laughs> so. Made those. I want to do more, but I tried two methods so far. I, I, I like the second one as like an impressions because I just started playing Fire Emblem and I'm like, eh, this is where it's at. But I want to see where, where I, I go with it. The first one you, takes... What you need to do is make some like Hogwarts Legacy skits. Potter? <laughs> I have to think of those. Like, I see a lot already out there and I'm like, it's a lot of the same stuff and I want to do something a little different. So I'm like... Unless I think of something that, that feels different to me, 
You should make one about like the like the fact that there's so many cutscenes. Yeah, I might because I I when I scr- lately with the streams is I'll end around like ten maybe eleven ish, and I've marked parts of it and I go back and I watch my my vod and I'll clip myself a thousand times and I download all the clips so I could then go in and with TikTok and edit them. Um, and I did most of those with Sea of Stars, with Tetris, with uh, Phantom Brigade. But I was like, I should go back to the beginning because I was visibly and vocal at the beginning of that yeah. stream of like, man, this is taking forever. Just clip those parts. The cool thing, though, with the Warhammer one was I didn't realize it's either you can do it in TikTok, but you can also do it in CapCut, which is another tool I use. Um, overlays. You can just have... Like, I recorded a three-minute video game trailer on YouTube, and I just put it on my phone, cropped it, and then I just put it overlaid on my um, TikTok at the bottom or top or whatever. I'm like, here, here's the game footage, and I can just talk with me, like, overlaid underneath it. Right, right. just makes it, like, there so you don't have to, like, edit, like, to in front. But, yeah. Um, Trying to get – I'm at, like, I'm close to 300 followers. On TikTok, I want to get to a thousand. That's my goal. I want to stream uh, on TikTok. That's the goal. And um, yeah, I think those are the main things: Hogwarts, uh, Valorant, uh, chatting with Bone Dark, Cool Cat. When I was doing Tetris, I I was listening to music and I started trying to rap, and I'm like, I can't do this, Bone Dark. I need you to do a Tetris rap. And uh, I need it. All I could think of was his Sassafras, Nas, Nas. Oh, that's what it is. Magic. I did a tournament. I tried recording pre and post tournament, and I was gonna do some video, but the me recording was when I was in the car, and I'm like, I'd probably use the audio and do it over footage because it didn't look good. And I'm like, the lighting was all off, and so I'm like, I want to do this in the future. I want to do like magic content of some kind i don't want to do un- unwrappings i've seen that you should do magic content but it's a skit where like you're playing against a typical magic player and you're playing both characters and you go <laughs> <laughs> you activated my trap card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe i i've i'm working on actually a deck right now um i got some of the most of the stuff tonight it's a zangief deck there's they have actual street fighter cards and Zangief's one of the cards. And the deck is literally when it's your turn, Zangief is indestructible. And every and if I and I if I attack, the the player I attack must block with something. And then there's a trigger when I kill things that block. And so I just have a bunch of cards that make Zangief stronger or multiple ways in which Zangief fights things in one turn. Yeah. And so I just want people to fight them. And all these cards are like Pile driver, suplex, whatever, hundred other things, and then my friend wants to go to uh, to not go to uh, he wants to go to uh, WrestleMania because it's in Hollywood. I had to tell inform him of how long WrestleMania is <laughs> for the for the uninitiated. It used to be a single day. It used to be eight eight hours of sh- actual televised plus additional for those that are in live venue. It is now two days. Four hours televised, five to six per day. That's cool. Um, it's in the Lo-Fi Stadium. Oh, so, so sorry, five. SoFi Stadium, not Lo-Fi Stadium. SoFi Stadium. Great stadium. Yeah, it looks gnarly. But he wasn't. He's like, yeah, I, I figured we'll get decent seats at like eighty to hundred bucks. And I was like, 
gonna for be what? Nosebleeds and 500. So nosebleeds. It's like 500 bucks probably. Are minimum 200. Oh, okay, it's not that bad. But it's above <laughs> the rafters. So like I looked at one of those like view from my seat and it's like this seat is this much and this is what you'll see and he's like I also was like something a lot of people don't know with wrestling live shows the announcers are only for the TV you don't hear mm. what the announcers are saying you don't hear you don't hear anyone talking unless they're in the ring with a microphone mm. if it's just fighting you just see fighting and whatever the crowd is chanting so it's not and that. it's a very different experience I would rather see it on TV if that's the case. It's most of the time better. The thing, though, with the crowd is if you go to a, a Monday or a, a Friday, it's very involved. It's very participatory type of every chant. You feel like you just started with everyone. Like I've started like two or three ones. And I'm like and like you'll hear people chanting opposite of you. And like, for instance, one was. Let's go, Cena, Cena sucks. And you hear an octave change because a lot of times the kids are cheering right, for right. Cena. The, the more mature audiences are like, fuck Cena, at least earlier <laughs> in his career. And there was a father and his son. His son was cheering for Cena, and I was right behind him once. And I was like, Cena sucks. And the kid's like, <laughs> pissed at me. And I'm like, and he's like, let's go, Cena. And I was like, Cena sucks. And then, the, like, slowly the let's go, Cena's were winning out. Or no, he was winning in the match more. Right. And then he looked at me like he won. I was like, you got me. And it's like, there's like a camaraderie in that, which yeah. is fun. And you go with a, with some friends to it, it can be fun. But by and large, if you're, like, invested in matches and you want to see, like, every bit of it, it's more than likely it's better as a televised experience. Because they're literally giving you front seat yeah. kind of what's going on with the story. So. I preface that in case the what to, to, to so he knows what kind of he's going into if he goes. Um, so that's something I, I wanted to share for others. To, that to this day, I didn't know my sister liked it. She has fucking like raw like the when you buy like the like the front row seats, they give you chairs, don't they? Um, at the pay per views, if you sit in the seat, the foldable chair seats, yeah, which is. Pretty much everything in close proximity, yeah. you get to keep your yeah, chair. Yeah, and she has the chair, and she, like... I've always wanted that. She, like, fucking does that, like... It's like one of those... She doesn't the, let anyone touch that shit. You see the TikTok where the wife sells the chair? Or no, no, it was a prank. Oh. He's like, no, you did he's, he's like, no, you did it. She's like, we made a thousand bucks. It's fine. Damn. Yeah, those chairs are cool. I, I went to one pay-per-view, and it was a very good pay-per-view, but I was, like, further up, and I'm like, damn, those those seats. It, it is. It, the, so for for a regu- for a pay-per-view, those seats are can be, like, 1,000. For a regular Monday or Friday sh- SmackDown or a Raw, good seats can range from, like, 80 to 120. I would. Hey, you get the seat? No, no, no. Oh. For, for, like, a seat where you can see oh, everything okay. in a, at a reasonable size. I would pay that much. So she would have paid 1,000 bucks? At a, if it's a pay per view, oh, so b- both events you could get the seat essentially. I think okay. I, I have to ask. It depends also on the pay per view. It, it's gone as if it's like a SummerSlam or a Royal Mumble, it's probably close to a thousand. If it's a smaller pay per view, it might be like a couple hundred. Okay, so anyway, do you guys want to get into topics? Let's do it. All right, let's uh, leviosa our spirits and go to Hogwarts. I'm gonna expoliamus that idea. Uh, Hogwarts legacy. It is very controversial. Why? Uh, <laughs> because of the trans community. Um, well, specifically because J.K. J.K. Rowling, Rowling is involved. <laughs> well, not. I don't think she because they've they've essentially the game has essentially like distanced themselves from Doesn't J.K. Matter. Rowling. 
It's her property. But it's it's still her property. But they like the game itself, like the developers have distanced themselves from from JK Rowling. But the idea is still like, you know, because it's her property, um, and she's talked about, you know, being against trans and stuff like that, trans people. Um, essentially, like, uh, uh, there's a big community of people that are against the Harry Potter game because it means that you're assisting her and her anti-trans ways. But what do you guys think? Do you guys agree? Do you guys think, like, it should be separate? Guess who's back? <laughs> well, I, I can think say... Cause I've 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 seen TikToks and it goes both ways. There's there's people on my TikTok that go, you know, like f that crap. Like I want to play the game, and people are like, no. If like if you have any idea of playing the game, just unfollow me now. Like you know, cut ties with me all together. But I I'm the kind of guy, and I think this is also this is like a bad choice because it's still like what is a bad choice? It it's it's the don't say anything at all but I'm still going to get the game kind of thing. So I'm like, I'm not speaking out like either for or against, but I'm getting the game. So that's the problem. So, so that's like, well, I was speaking out because yeah, I have a platform, but like normally I wouldn't, I haven't said anything on my social media that I'm buying the game. You haven't said on your own podcast. Well, (laughs) I said I pre-ordered it. Yeah. But I'm, I haven't been promoting the idea like, oh, yeah, get it. I'm going to get it. You're not advocating for either. Yeah, yeah. But like I know that like my stance is still a bad one because I'm getting the game. I'm still promoting. Well, not So promoting, you feel like it's bad. I do feel like it's bad. Yeah. Okay. But the game looks so good that I can't help it. Because you said that. That's one of our shorts. We were talking about games like, I don't care how good mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm playing a game if I want to yeah. play it. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. I would buy it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I just so feel bad. That, that clip, we got that clip. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still the same way. I'm no, I know, I know. It's just funny how it became relevant in oh, terms okay. of a topical thing right now. It's like, oh shit. I mean, sure, you're consistent. <laughs> not, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying like it's funny how that same thought got put into and question. That it's bad. Yeah, but well, you're saying it's bad. What do you think, Jay, about this conversation, this topic, any aspect of it? I feel like if you, I know they distance themselves, but if you pay for that game, you're kind of supporting it. It was a gift card. I I paid zero dollars out of my own pocket at least. Well, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we had similar topics about like cancel culture, like. I don't listen to Michael Jackson music anymore, like because of what he allegedly did, and okay. I'm fine with that. And for to me, dude, you ha- you have to understand, be like people, eh, yeah, it's Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson made some fucking top tier fucking music, like top tier music. If I'm willing to let that go, I can let that go. Like, I won't watch Roman Polanski films. Maybe he made Chinatown, but another, someone brought this up on Twitter. They're saying. People will boycott a game, but they won't boycott like movies and music. With Kanye, Kanye is a different example because he's really mentally ill. That's that's still bad, but I mean he's mentally ill. But I would still buy his music. But I f- I feel that guy's really sick. What was the director of Woody Allen? Woody Allen. Yeah, Woody Allen. I I dude. So I fell in love with his films. Like, this is before I knew what he had done. Fell in love with his films. 
and then I I purposely see like seeked out his other films. There are majority like I would say eighty percent of like the films he's made I really enjoy, and like the other like twenty percent I didn't like like that much. And then I found out that like he's essentially like married to what like a seventeen-year-old at the time. No, it was his daughter or his daughter or something. Like that. But daughter. it was still underage though too, right? Yeah. He groomed her. Yeah, essentially. So yeah, and I was like, oh shit! But I was like, I can't get over like how good those films to me at the time were. Like, I didn't know that information, but I liked those films. I see. I definitely think it's not what I don't like is how uh, binary the conversation I guess it's has a gone. yes or no. It's you're here or you're there kind of thing. Yeah. You're transphobic if you purchase. Yeah. Like that's been one claim, for instance. Saying you support is another thing because it's like your money. You don't know where your money could be going. It could be going to her financial. Then where does that go? I don't know. But um, I don't like that aspect of it because I think there's more to it than that. I think you're taking something that maybe, for instance, you may have made this game has may have influenced you in many positive directions in your life and your well-being and in people in your community and you have such a strong connection with the fictional property and so it's like well what's what's the harm in what i'm doing i'm doing i'm just i'm 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 doing i'm going through my life trying to get a moment of of, of free time i everyone yeah. everyone's going through all kinds of stuff on the other hand you know knowing where your money's going can weigh uneasily on a lot of people but I have a difficult when it goes into that. I see. I've seen a lot of other conversations um, in terms of like, oh, I can't eat a Chick Fil A because of the things that their company owners do. I can't, you know, buy anything from X and Y and Z. I, the thing is, if you did that with every purchase you, you make, you couldn't do anything. Yeah. If you understood where, like, I've had friends do that, and I'm like, well, do you know if that's the issue you have an issue with? You know that the eight other brands that are on your desk right now for what you're eating also support that because of their parent company. Yeah. And I'm like, it's hard for me to say where that where does that stop and start in, in a lot of ways. And I think that's the that's part of this conversation. I don't think me playing this game says I'm I am or I am not a, a transphobic person. That's where like the binary thing I'm like, how does that dictate like if I if I have a thousand people that I'm friends with, if I'm supporting eight hundred causes, whatever, but me purchasing the game has now identified me that's the thing I that kind of rose me the wrong yeah, way. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> you're the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the asshole? No, but like the thing is, I understand like, like people pick and choose their battles. Like you know, there I have stances where like, it's it's not like this extreme. Well, in in the sense of like choosing to be one way or another, but I usually like stand like if I'm one way, I'll be like no, fuck, like whatever you guys say, I'm like against it. Well, like this is my opinion. And I'm usually that way. And I know that there's stances where, like, some people just choose, like, if you play this game, you're just, you're transphobic. But on, I've seen on TikTok, like, trans people choosing to play this game. They're like, hey, you know, I'm trans, but, like, I love Harry Potter. Like, I'm going to play this game. Like, I don't need to worry about. And I feel like we're 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 essentially putting constraints on those, on, on, on trans people because they already have a hard time dealing with their own issues. Yet, like, we're over here telling, like, if if you play Harry Potter, you're fucking trans. Or, well, transphobic. Even though you're trans. You're transphobic. Like, it doesn't make any sense. The other aspect of this that is, I think, a fact, a, a complexity to it is how, how many people worked on this game? 
And what are you, what, what are these decisions impacting on those lives? Like they came in, they wanted to like start their career as a game developer, do X, Y, and Z. Many lives are affected in all this. And I'm like, this conversation is happening at the release. Where was the dialogue? I don't, I didn't follow it. So I don't know, but I'm wondering where the dialogue was when its initial announcements were made. Was that, where was the, the large uproar, mm-hmm. the conversation? I think some people left the game company. But I mean, in terms of like the public, mm. like hearing this the, the, as fo- as vocal as it is now, which is not to say it needed to be now or then. It's just more of like why now versus then, and it's like it, it hurts sales now. Okay, but you're now impacting other lives of you know a guy trying to a guy or a girl or a family trying to make a game to to just for a living. But people have jobs, so I'm I'm like. Jobs in the sense of like they're not outright doing anything to harm anyone. It's like you work at a at a company that does uh, airplanes, or you work at a company that does cars. You're not no like you you may your manufacturer may sell those to military companies or to whoever. Am I outright then calling myself like a, a murderer if I make that if I support contributed to that car being made? It's true. It's though. like how many connections do you make in those? to feel directly i don't know these are larger questions but when but when, they, it's, when these people got the job to like work on harry potter and they knew that they were going to work on a harry potter game but they, they they didn't have the connection to to being transphobic working on this game making this game playing this game it came later when like news came out about jk rowling having these transphobic ideas and then people made like okay so she's transphobic therefore the the whole Harry Potter thing's transphobic. Therefore, anything connected to Harry Potter's transphobic, and and all of a sudden, boom! Like even though you worked on this game for years, it's now transphobic, and like anything you do is for that idea. So they they can't essentially like stop and go back, you know, and, re- and reverse things. So they have to complete the game. And I mean, they they can like Jenkinson, they can choose to leave and work at a different studio. I think in a yeah, in a sense of like an employee, that's if you don't agree with it, make your. I I think ultimately, if anyone does feels a certain way, make your decisions. But I think it's like when you start antagonizing other folks, like to say based on your choice of X, Y, and Z purchase, you purchase that Sprite or that Oreo, you're you're now belly boy, a belly boy. God damn you! Like, <laughs> how do you live with yourself? And it's like what? Like I I want to. I don't. I think that like buying clothes at a certain company that you find out later has sweatshops. It's like, I, how is that on me? <laughs> like in some ways, it's like I'm. I'm also. I think this, there's a lot of struggles out there. It's like we got we put the onus on everyone to be. And you, I think ultimately what you were saying was like you pick your battles. Yeah. You try to do with the ones you the fights you can. Yeah. And I don't know. But like ultimately, like I mean, obviously, I read Harry Potter before I knew. Yeah, as a kid. As a kid, yeah. Before anything I knew with J.K. Rowling. So I, I fell in love with the story. Like, I like the story. And I like the whole idea of magic, being in the magic world. So you can't really blame me for liking something that I, I fell in love with before I knew this information. Well, I think it also kind of goes into... I mean, Michael Jackson's another example. Of that I think it also goes into, like, to what degree or to what... Some people can't be canceled, man. Yeah, the canceling, but also people- to, like... To what level do certain people are, are able to separate art from artists? I think in some cases it might be easier depending on the what they've done or what the work is or wh- how invested you are in the thing. But if you have like a childhood tie to something, if all, if all of a sudden now I found out that the developers of Pokemon were like racists growing up, I'm like, 
this is hard because I, I so much of my life has been Pokemon. It's like, how do I separate? Do I separate from that or do I form a new relationship with it? I think it's important to evaluate it in mm-hmm. one regard. It's like, what if uh, there's people that can turn it into good things? People commandeer fandoms like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings have had their own share of stuff. People commandeer fandoms and turn it in and vilify things and turn things in dark places. I think it's equally possible to turn a fandom or a, an IP or a fictional work into an inspiration for more good. I think with the films, Daniel Radcliffe has voiced a lot of things to be like, hey, let's, regardless, I, I disagree with these stances, but I think we should look at what Hogwarts is good for and where we should maybe aspire to be and like go in those directions with with how we view it and how we use it's like it's it's all of ours it's not just the authors at, at a certain point that's true like why why don't we take hogwarts or like essentially harry potter and make it our own thing now like make it public like i don't know about public i think it it there's a certain part of it that is ho- legally hard well not like public <laughs> but like publicly make disney it like <laughs> make it our own thing you know like you people know, love disney fucking nazis Walt <laughs> disney yeah like Where's that? But like, so like for, um, for Michael Jackson, like my little sister at, at a very young age, like liked his, his stuff. Like we had a DVD that we played in the van yeah. and she would always like, whenever we went on a trip, she's like that DVD, that DVD. And this is before we found this information. So she fell in love with him. And now like, you know, once we learned the information, like, do we deprive her? Like, do we like not play the DVD? And she's like, I want it. And like, no, here's another one. And then she's like, no, I want it. And no, here's another one. Here's another movie or something like that. Here's Spirited Away. But, like, so instead, like, have her have those memories of, like, a, um, of those songs and stuff like that and never tell her of this thing but and just leave it like that. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Well, I think it's fine. But, like, I know people would agree, like, oh, that's messed up. Like, you're, you're giving her something that's bad and not l- letting her know it's bad, essentially. Mm. But... I think we should turn it for our own good. You know, make it our own thing. Make it, make a spin, make, write, uh, what is it a, called? A rap song. No. <laughs> well, yeah, a rap song. Black? Uh, fan fiction. Are about, you taking that video down now? I'm going to make a diss song. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think. I think <laughs> this album. I think people <laughs> can write fan fiction on, on Harry Potter about, like, you know, transforming people in the world being successful or, or doing things mm. and, and and showing showcasing that and that kind of stuff that'd be really cool too cool so i mean it's it's crazy because i know it's been vocal but at the same time you see also the numbers and the numbers of like viewership on stream for instance yeah it's, it's all time high for see but like the, the for viewership is, what's funny is like like it having this much controversy could have also essentially helped the game. It reminds me of the that Ghostbusters movie you, you'd seen, hmm. where the conversation of it became almost bigger than the actual film. Because no one watched the film, though. right? Right. <laughs> but but the but thing then is, anyone who watched the film only did it because of X, Y, and Z. Or if you didn't watch it, it was because of X, Y, and Z, not because of your own interest. And right. specifically with Twitch, like Twitch loves controversy. Like if there's something that's like negative, talking they're talking about negative, they will like seek out that thing yeah. so like if it's only one streamer playing this dead game but it all of a sudden got controversy that guy will blow up and then other streamers are come in and playing that game and then that whole channel blows up you know top three in fucking twitch it gets crazy it does but yeah, yeah my topic and i'm gonna get a drink okay you want to go to your topic Jay? before i go it would be hard 
I mean, I don't know if the game got decent reviews, but if the game was like an Elden Ring, that would be a very hard decision for me. Mm. Like a really great game, yeah. like a 95, 98. I don't know what I would do. Like Dark Souls Bloodborne 2. And then Miyazaki did some crazy shit. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. But yeah, some people like some people are uncancelable. If their work is really great, they can't be canceled. They got the armor, the skin of Marine armor. Okay. My topic: AMC announced that they're gonna have um, price differences depending on the seat you, that you take buy. So, what are your thoughts? Are, they're not backing down, right? They're still doing it, right? Everything still points to Netflix them. Netflix had something similar and they backed down. <laughs> Did they back down? The password? The password yeah, the password. I too, thought yeah. they just took down the information because it was public. Oh, they just, I don't know. I don't I know if it was actually they, backing so, up. So they said that like this information isn't accurate for the U.S. Oh. So it's, it's like essentially in other countries. But the idea was if you're not on the same home network... You have to after be on thirty that days. Yeah. It have to like it have to check again, and if you're not, it would boot you out. I just so. think that's not a big deal. Like I don't know, but well, you the can't thing log is, in. You have people, to like come back home, yeah. log in, reset it, and then go back. Yeah. So some people, like for instance, I have some family that don't all live in the same house, right? And they share an account because it's like mm. it's a family account. So it's like, what? Well, I don't, I don't see you. So why? It becomes more of less of a household and more of a family plan right. that the, the approach is taken. And I think they're like, no, it's more of a household kind of thing. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? And what's funny is years ago, they're like password sharing, right? And they were like promoting, promoting yeah. it. So anyway, going back to the AMC the thing. Seats. The seats thing, I haven't seen anything going back against it uh, shortly after the announcement. I'm trying to see. So I think it's like the middle seats are like more expensive. The front row seats are cheaper and then. Any other seat is normal price, right? Yeah, there's like a standard price charges one or two. Wait, all I know is sitting in the front fucking sucks. Oh yeah, I tried. So I went to Jurassic World, but like, I went to the movie theater like like no notice at all. I just went there, and I found that Jurassic World was playing at seven. And I was there at seven o five, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna buy a ticket." So I go inside. And it was fucking packed, dude. Packed to the brim. And I'm like, I'm looking for a seat, like, somewhere in the moon. I couldn't see anything. It Like, the the trailer show already ended. It was the movie was starting. I'm like, fuck, I need to find a seat. So I find a seat at the front. I sit down. And I have to, like, <laughs> turn and turn to see the whole movie. Like, I can't see it in one viewing. I have to, like, move my head to see the, the, the whole thing. Okay, I found a picture. They now have a seating guide information. So mm. it looks like... Preferred seating, which is a white or the brown, the the brown, the dark, the golden, the center core like block outside the the ones with X's are people have already occupied. But okay, wait, hold on. There we go. I think I zoomed it in a little bit better. So the golden ones are the the preferred seats. They're an extra dollar or two depending on the theater. Okay. The everything that's in yellow mm-hmm. bright yellow is standard, standard. Mm-hmm. and then value seats the the blue are the blue Which ones is literally the first is two dollars off <laughs> and 
And that's kind of the rubric. I, First of all, reserved seating is the best one of the best inventions. That is one of the best inventions. 100%. Good. I don't have to that's think. Good. I can just be like, I, mm-hmm. I can go get my popcorn. I can take a piss. Yep. I don't have to worry about someone holding my seat. Um, I hate it. I hate it personally. I think it's less of a – it's not a huge thing to me right now, I would say, but I think it leads us down a road of just more tears and barriers to being a moviegoer. Like, I think that's a dangerous thing, though, because, like, slippery slope. If, if you talk about, like, you know, removing a dollar for a seat or adding a dollar for a seat, it's not too big of a deal. Like, people will pull it up, put, put up for it. But once it becomes a thing, you start increasing the prices. So now these wanted seats are, like, you know – Four dollars more, five dollars more. Every year when I worked at, or at least when I had worked there, and then they told me as I was working there at the theaters, every year they mark up concession prices just slowly more, just yeah. with you know rise. And it's, of, it's rise like by cents, I'm assuming too. No, 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 just like everything, just like popcorn goes up a couple of quarters, sodas go up a right. couple dollars, you know, whatever. And then collectively, yeah, they'll be like the bundles might be a new set price or something. Um, and I'm like, yeah, if in the vein that you're saying. If this continues, in five years we'll see ten dollars plus for premium seats, you know X, Y, and Z. Like, and everyone will be like, "It's the norm. This is the norm. It's yeah. the norm." And so, like, the 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 issue isn't like it's it's only a dollar more. It's it's over time this will increase. The frog boiling in water. Yeah, he doesn't realize it's until he's dead. It's well, Nicole Kidman crying. <laughs> that okay. I'm sick and tired of the Nicole. I missed that. Dun, dun, dun. Everyone's like, I missed that. And, and, and it's not the Nicole Kidman thing is not annoying. Is the shit that they show like? Well, I never seen Creed. I'm pretty sure it's a good film. But the movies like they show Jurassic World. I'm like yeah, that's a shitty ass movie. They like, should update the movies. Yeah, like the yeah. Dun, dun had Ghostbusters yeah. and like Forrest Gump. And yeah, I agree. Classics, but but for me, I don't care because it don't affect me because I sit. On the ends, always. The but edges? Yeah, the edges. I prefer that. What if one day they price that? Yeah, then if it affects me, yes. I'll More me. Yeah, but for me, I, I don't care. It affects me because I like to sit in the middle. Like, usually, uh, those those uh, last on the right, the gold seats, Yeah, the last one. So I could I could move over one. But like I'm, I'm. It, it just cuts down my my choosing of seats because it's assigned seating. I'm built different. Ends. What happens if you pick a seat where it's like you have a group and it's like, well, half of us have to stay. Right, right. You know, you exactly. I feel like just all movie experiences become. I'm, I'm built different. I know you. Ends. I know you. <laughs> Why don't you go to the value jump rope? I, see, see I value I could jump rope at the end. <laughs> value could be cooler if the seats recline more. It doesn't matter. I could be laying down. That shit. I, I could still not see the fucking yeah, whole screen out. I will not see it in the front. It that fucking sucks. I did it for two movies. My v- neck fucking hurt like v after for 10 Vendetta, minutes. Which was a bad idea because of like... And the other one was Ultraviolet, which we just got a refund for our tickets because that was such a... You saw when the grass like got sharp and you're like... Fuck that movie. I hate that movie so much. Um... I'm wondering, yeah, I mean, AMC, after after the pandemic, um, Regal, for the most part, isn't really a... Like, they still have stuff, I know, but it's nowhere near the presence they used to have. It used to be the theater down the street is the foreign film theater. The theater by the college is the indie film theater, where, like, Parasite would show and everything everywhere at all. Those don't exist for me anymore. It's like, 
It's they, just AMC. They had dominated. Yeah. AMC was kind of like one or two here, but it was consistent in its quality. I liked the seats. I liked the theaters. I liked the experience. But they and always had the, the same thing. It was shown. on the cheaper end, too. Yeah, they offered more. Like, like slightly. But, but no. now that they've adopted that whole movie pass thing. And that was like, That's I back think. too. It's still around. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, that, I signed up back. for the beta and they told me and I looked at the prices. I was like, no, no, my friend, no, my thing. Yeah. It's, it, other ones have done it better now. Um, but the AMC passes there. I, they don't, they allow you to get any movie, no matter what the type of screen. Like if it's a Dolby screen, if it's an IMAX screen, if it's a regular screen. Sure enough, I bet you this slope will lead us to, well, now this showing is $5 more for this. And like the, the thing that just deters me is like, when you start seeing like 15 different fees for whatever thing, it's like just more barriers. Like people just want to go with a simple plan, keep a cost. You'll get more people there. You'll be like, hey, dude, this is easy. Come join me. I feel there's like gonna be, there's, there's going to be an assigned seating seat price fee, uh, cleaning fee for your seat, cleaning fee for the for the whole theater. Cleaning fee pre-seat, cleaning fee post-seat. Yeah. That shit annoys me, dude, when people just leave trash on their phone. It, it does bother me. Like, it's like, dude, just take the just pick it up. easy, dude. Yeah. Like, just sure, you drop the, you, you spill the popcorn, take the, the rest of the trash, though, the bucket. Like, don't just leave it on your yeah, fucking yeah, chair. Yeah, that shit annoys me. Yeah, Sorry, that bothers me. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's a theater experience aspect. I, I've never worked in the theater, and I'm like, Yo, that shit probably sucks cleaning all that shit. <laughs> like, damn. <clears throat> but it, then, like, because, well, they, they kind of do it now where, like, they have, like, early morning is yeah, pretty cheap. In the evening, it's a little more expensive. Certain days. Too. Weekends is, like, the most expensive. Certain times are discounted. Like a 2 p.m. showing yeah. is 20% off because they're like, we just need oh, to fill yeah. some seats. That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I usually like when I can, I usually do matinee on Saturday, but it's not as 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 cheap as a weekday matinee. They're just making. I mean, the thing this day that I think is worse is people pick just like Netflix. People pick the path of least resistance. If you're putting more barriers up for your platform, and there are many other options. I'm going to go to those other options. If this movie will be on streaming services in a month, I will just wait a month. Like, it's not as much of a wait anymore to see. I think it depends on the movie. Because certain movies has to be seen. In but also, movie. like... An Avengers film or something. Yeah. For now, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, this trajectory is going to make it harder to, for movie theaters to sustain themselves between those bigger blockbusters. Right? But they don't see it that way. They see it as, like, if we do it this way, we'll make more money with less people. So therefore, they will sustain with less. How will people. they make more money with less people? They they're charging a dollar more. Every, what if everyone sits everywhere around that spot? Like if they, <laughs> they're like Avengers screen, literally all the standard seats are filled. And and none no of the ones at the movie. They like they still fill the movie. theater. Yeah, how do they enforce this? <laughs> they still fill the theater. How? I'm saying no one buys a ticket for the gold seats. What if? No, I know, but like it would still be well enough. Like there's a certain amount Instead, of seats that they, they have to sell. Right, and so hold on, hold on. They, okay. So the the white standard price, right? Which and so they have to sell a certain amount of tickets in standard price. If they sell even mm -hmm. like one of the chair ones, it's like one and a half times of the. It's a dollar. I know, but like <laughs> one and a half. Well, like they're still making profit. Okay, I would say to to your point, one and a half. That person could be getting popcorn. Could be getting right other things. Yeah, I just think if. And this is a this is a big if. I'm this hypothetical I'm coming up with. 
you could be selling out full theaters over and over and over of like Avatar or Top Gun Maverick, but if that dissuades people from buying seats in today's economy with you know everything being crazier cost, everything being harder to do everything financially, you, it's just another thing that I'm like, I'd rather not, I'd rather not, I could do this instead, I could do that instead. I think more barriers you put, the more, buyers are more conscientious about it nowadays. Um, Disney, uh, at least in the amusement park stand, recently changed some of their pricing for passes, right? Because they were like... They lowered it. Yeah. Because of what? Because of the response on how expensive they That's were. That's how we see it. How else would we would it be? Because the old guy took over again. Why did he take over again? Because, because, because they weren't where they needed to be. Right. Be, well, so, okay. They hired so, a new guy uh-huh. to make changes to make more money. And it wasn't working. So they secretly were like, hey, we want you back so that we can bring everything back down to their own price. And then we can slowly raise it again. Okay. <laughs> I kind of follow. But either, either way, I'm like. I'm just saying when, when right now, the other thing we'll right. talk about, mm-hmm. the, the, other, the next topic, part of the conversation is raise prices of things. Right. Um. I think it's it's a topic that is on a lot of folks' minds. Just the world we live in today, and in, in, in our culture, with costs of living and everything. The eggs are damn expensive. The eggs, the price of eggs, price of gas. Egg man. I saw a TikTok where a guy was talking about how his girlfriend recently like dated, a, started dating a neighbor, and he's like, "Dude, the neighbor brought an egg over eggs." He's like, "Dude, is this is this a marriage proposal right now?" Like, <laughs> he's bringing exquisite ass shit. <laughs> But I'm like, just saying with as to I agree with Jing's point of like certain spectacles people will still go, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the theater industry has been volatile as of late because of the pandemic, right, right. because of so many more streaming services. It's just more competition in other spaces that are like, why am I? Go- what is my incentive to go to the theater? I think that is a continuous question we kept being asked. And if there's not enough good movies out there, if there's not enough, if it's not easy enough to go to the theater, I think it becomes a harder and harder thing. To say yes, I do want to go to the theater. Right, right. As much I, of a fan as we are, I think there's a price point, and what they're pricing it at, it's not going to deter people. But they, there is a price point. Yeah, but people not yet. Yeah, yeah. Is but what you're the but it, on. once yeah. it gets crazy, they're going to dial it back down. They just raised the price of like uh, for a while. The value of it is still good, but they've they're raising the prices of the the monthly membership. That raised three dollars a month. Damn. And so they're yeah for them it's like oh for us it's like oh it's just What's a couple cr- bucks but if you look at how many they get yeah. they're like that's a three What's, huge profit. What's crazy is I'm not an AMC Stubbs member but I've been watching a lot of fucking films from these there past, past yeah these past years. But yeah like imagine but you should be getting the other membership because I wait in line for the the the, the normal people. Ah, not the imagine Stubbs if membership. a million people have Stubbs that's an extra three. No million yeah dollars. exactly that's what I'm, I think to us it's small but over time we'll continue like you said we'll continue to see that and yeah it's like. Oh shit! Now it's a lot, and it's the same thing. Like, so I agree that it seems like for, it's a bad time because it's movie theaters are already doing bad. Like, how how dare you like raise their prices? Are but, you doing bad? But, no, they're doing. They're they're finally doing better after this. It's, past it's year, getting better. But I'm like, it's like why this feels like it's gonna hurt. Them. But like, if you think of it, like I'm I'm thinking like in a in a business strategic point. Now is the perfect time to make changes 
We're get we're slowly getting better. We implement new changes. Now I'm thinking like business wise. Like obviously, like as a consumer, yeah, I know this saying. fucking sucks. Why would it now be the perfect time as a business? It's slowly getting better. Yeah, slowly getting better. But like you're then all you, of a sudden, what the, if it goes down? You implement these changes little by little, like the the small like one dollar increase increment fees, and then and then boom, you like I'm set t- it up to where you you start increasing it slowly, little by little. I don't get how that helps a business. No, but that's how they'll think. Why? Because it just seems I mean, like it is kind of how they're thinking. But why is I, that doesn't the rationale doesn't make sense to me? Because well, to me now, I was going to see knock on wood. I don't want to see knock on wood. If if this is the right, thing. right, because that's as a as a consumer, as an individual, that's what we think. But as a business, they think larger. So like, yeah, we'll lose he- people here and there, but the people that stay will 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 gain increased profit from. I'm going to tell you right now, Elijah Wood is against this. That doesn't what mean about anything. Elijah Woody Allen? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. I, hey. I like I, I I'm aware that there are uh, people and sometimes you know big name people that are going to be against the idea. But like for a business, when while while you're still recovering, it's a, it's a smart idea to implement these small changes where people are like, oh, it's fine. Like you know things are changing. I think they got to be careful what those changes are because one wrong one. <clears throat> If you do too many of these small changes, yeah. I think it could. It, it's gonna be like Netflix, but the thing is, like, you can revert one or two of those things, keep the other one. So, like, like the seat price, it, it increases a dollar. So instead of like seven dollars, it's now eight dollars for those specific seats. But over time, it's gonna be nine dollars now, ten dollars now. When 12. Woody Allen was uh, bring your daughter to school day, he was bringing your wife to school day. Hey, <laughs> Elijah was <laughs> looking at. <laughs> no, he was bringing his daughter. <laughs> Who happened to be his wife? <laughs> I I'm I just I like the movie theaters. Yeah. Yes. I don't want to see it go. It sucks for you. It does. Yeah. Rip. Rip movie theaters. Sounds. The sounds. What's that membership that you want to get? Movie subs. No, the screenings. Oh, the the. You're like I should just get a membership. Oh, the America Cinematheque. And I, I should just membership. Do that. I feel like that's a better experience. Isn't there um there is a movie theater in LA that is for only that is a film director's theater. And he Quentin only shows Tantino's? Yeah, Quentin Tundra. That's the one. I couldn't remember his name. I, I do you need membership for that? I think I mean we've talked about it a little bit within the conversation of Disney. I think eventually Disney's just going to buy a start or buy a theater chain Shit. and just be like, you can only watch Marvel movies here. Fuck. Quentin Tarantino. Fuck. Fuck. You know, <laughs> if you would have said that idea like a few years back, I would have believed it. You don't believe it now? Well, because they've. I, I, I don't know if it's true, but it feels like they're making less films. But well, I'm just kind of. Back then, did you believe that Disney was going to have Star Wars and Marvel? I would have been. Or their own streaming service? See, so that's true. So, like, I feel like they're making less films, but, like, they have more, like... Properties? Properties now. So, like... even a lot of films that you don't think of as Disney as, like, this sports movie. It's a Disney film. So, for all I know is they, they they could be postponing a lot of their films so that when they buy all these theaters, they're like... By the way, guys, here's 
No, they're not all our movies. They're, they're still making movies. You just don't, I think, see them as much. Probably. Never say never, but it'd be kind of crazy if fucking Disney bought DC. I mean, it's not going to happen. That dude. We talked about that. Disney they were like, what, what, what if this fails? What if this next push fails? Do the, does Disney just buy DC? That would be. We see Marvel versus DC. That's for sure. That's an instant billionaire. Billy money. That'll be. That won't be in our lifetime. I think it'll be like that's phase fifty. Marvel fans, I'm Kevin Feige's AI generated robot. Looking, watching the movies. But is it possible that if they do buy DC, that they would integrate it back in, like not back, but like into Marvel, so it becomes like. It's just like one franchise of superheroes rather than like, you know, Marvel versus DC. No, they'll separate it, but they'll do a Marvel versus DC for sure. I could see that. And st- it's the, the, what's that guy's name? Patrick Oswald's filibuster. He's talking about DC, Marvel, Star Wars, and he's like kind of tying it all together. And they're like, holy shit, he got most of that right with like the, the <laughs> yeah. Star Wars part of it. <clears throat> cool. That's it for that topic. Let's move on. Let's wait before. Yes. Will you guys still buy the middle seats or no? It depends on the movie. I already don't buy seats. So like I I already I was looking at movies I want to see. I want to see Creed in theaters and I want to see Ant-Man in theaters. I don't think I'll I'll see Ant-Man in the middle seat. I think I would do it for Creed. I should watch Creed one and two, but the thing that bothers me bothers me about Creed three is how unrealistic that story is. What do you like, mean? If you if you're a dude that goes to jail and come out, you don't automatically get a title shot to the champion. I'm wondering. You, what, you I'm do wondering if you have a friend story. that already has a title shot to the champion. I'm wondering what the story will be. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be like a Tyson situation where he because it looks like the kid, guy was went to jail as a kid, yeah. came out as an adult, and then he gets a title shot. That is so fucking unrealistic, dude. Holy shit. I, I mean, think, I'm I not the, knocking Creed. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's a good film. I want to see one and two, but... Did you hear about what happened with Stallone and why he's not involved? Mm-mm. So, this is just... Does like he those, get money? This is just Creed. like those TikToks. No. He do, no? He, so, what happened was, Fuck. he got... Not because of Michael J... Uh, not Michael B. Jordan, but because of one of the other producers. And he, he named who it was, Stallone, in an interview. But... Rocky, the property, was his, is it was his. He created it. Stallone. And yeah, this just no, the whole I, the IP, all of it, yeah. And then that the Creed franchise existed. Some ha- something happened in terms of negotiations or contract where it was taken from him, from this other guy. And he's like, I refuse to work with this. This was supposed to be my gift to my family. Like I made this. I've worked on it. I put my heart and soul in it. And it's like, I can't. I don't feel. I have the. I. He's like Michael B. Jordan. All, all the best to him. He's a great guy. We worked great together. I don't want to work with that guy ever again. The other guy, whoever it was, ever again. The producer, or the whoever. He does. He he wronged me. And it. Yeah. And it's like. What's crazy is that reminds me of a TikTok. Fifty Cent was saying he was talking about gangsters. He's like, yeah, gangsters. You know, when they rob you, they got a gun in front of you. But the real gangsters are the businessmen. They rob you. You sign something. You don't know. They like slowly putting that knife into you and just gutting you. I'm like, Fuck. sounds like a fucking the wire. Yeah, I, was like, I was like, damn. He's like, he's like, the businessmen are are the real gangsters, not the street thugs. Like that straight up sounds like the scene where they're in the court with uh, where he's like being. He's like, your your gun is your. Oh gun. yeah, yeah. So just like you, and the lawyer. Oh, he's like, <laughs> his face. Yeah. Ooh. 
Yeah, I'm uh, to be to your point. I'm curious how that story gets pushed to that degree. But yeah, do you guys want to get to the next topic? Let's do it. Let's switch. There was a Nintendo Direct, and Sprint. <laughs> cheeks. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and several games were announced. It was like a 40-minute direct. Um, we won't go through all the games. We just kind of want to hit on some of the big announcements. Yes, what we cheeks. Yeah, cheeks. Thunderclap them cheeks. <laughs> um, what games do you want to start with? Uh, remind me what games. <laughs> I can't remember. God damn. Uh, well, Pikmin. We'll start the best one for last. Okay. Scroll okay. So then That's Zelda first. So. No, no. <laughs> I thought you were. So we're going to talk about uh, Dead Cells first, right? Yeah. Sure. No. So Dead Cells. What do you think? It yeah. comes out in like a month. It. It's. I mean. That's a the the gameplay was the same. I I like I I I just need I need to see like I need to feel it for myself. So I need a demo or something like that. But other than that, it's like the same game, just updated content. So I missed the game awards, the beginning part, and that was announcing the game awards. I'm like, damn, that's a big that's a big ass Konami. They're really protective of their properties, and for them to like, yeah, you can use that. Damn. Do you think it's it might the reason it wasn't as big of a uproar for it was maybe less on it being a Konami collab, but more where Dead Cells is at with fans? Like maybe they're it's not as exciting a thing. I think that's where I was at with it. Is like Dead Cells had come. It was good. Like I have nothing but good things to say about it. It was a great game, but I've kind of moved forward. It it, it hasn't done anything updated with it. It does a lot of these. It did didn't it do like a Shovel Knight collab or some other? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cross a whole bunch. So like this one is probably the biggest one, and that's cool. But I think it was more me just kind of being like, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, I'm good with Dead Cells. Yeah, like that was that was where at least I was coming out from. Um, but it's still cool. Uh, I'm I'm glad to see games like that get support because that is from a smaller developer. And uh, any way they can find to keep going just further funds them for future projects. So I'm, I'm, I'm supportive of it, but I'm curious how it'll be. They did a lot of like they, in the direct, they were talking about all the tracks they added to it, a bunch of boss things that they incorporated. So it seems like more than just like a skin they threw in. It's like we did a lot of levels for this and stuff. So that's cool. Was there any big one for you? Uh, I mean, you mentioned Pikmin, but like. Do you care about Pikmin? I, I'm not like. I chose it for my your points, my points, because like looking at all the Pikmin games, they're like all eighty plus. So I got it as like you gave it the minus touch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like Six I've nine. never, I've literally never played a Pikmin game. I've never played a Pikmin. I've game. never played a Pikmin game. I have them. I just never played them. Yeah, they're interesting looking. Yeah, they're they're. It, it's it's essentially points. like you collect the the minions and you follow them around. You they follow you around. And you do little puzzles. Yeah, yeah. You attack things. Yeah. You do little fights. You have a bunch of little guys. Reminds me of a game called Sea Salt. That's the closest thing I've played to pick. pick. Okay. Uh, what else? What else was there? Um, well, I, I don't think you guys are going to mention this. Baton Ketos. The card. So I didn't know those were even words until yeah. I saw the trailer. So <laughs> Can you tell us about that? That looks interesting, and I really want to play it because it it's looks card, like based card game a le- RPG. legit RPG. And then, like, they show in the beginning that it's a legit RPG. And then it finally, like, goes into the detail of the combat. And it's a fucking card game combat. Mm-hmm. Is that what drew you when you first played yeah, it? Yeah, it's different. Okay. Um, I mean, I've always wanted to get into Magic, but never did. 
You can, there's, it's never no, too no, late. No, no, no. It's never too late. <laughs> too expensive. No, I give you. I got cards for <laughs> no, you. No, 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 I give no, you cards. No, no, no. But yeah, I've, I've always been interested in card turn-based games. I even played like. That's why she attacked. So you. I didn't buy. I didn't. I didn't buy magic cards, but I bought this game called Werewolf the Night. It's a card game, and no one played it. So <laughs> I played by myself. But <laughs> I didn't play anything. I was. I was. I've always been interested in card games. Just, so. I would. That's gonna be an expensive game. And well, did you do you own a physical one? Yep, oh, okay. the originals. What was it originally on? GameCube, bro. Oh, okay. the second one's a prequel, which is weird. I okay. know it's called Batman: Chaos Two, but it's actually a prequel. I see. Okay, cool. I want to talk about one that was supposed to come out last year, Advance Wars One and Two Reboot Woo! Camp. It got canceled. Yeah, it's coming out in April. <laughs> I'm kind of. I'm okay with it. Because there's other things coming out now. Maybe that's probably why. But I don't get why it wasn't just, it's out today. Yeah. Because you, they're literally just sitting on this game. I know, yeah. And I'm like, just give it to me. <laughs> just give it to me. I think they want to promote it again and get did, like... Did you add this to yours? It was because I had faith that it was going to come out. Yeah. And so I was like, it did. Now, Hollow Knight. I literally... So before this thing had come out, I, I went on a few tweets and I was like, I, I can... I, before the, the announcements were made, I made a few predictions. And I want to find them real quick. My predictions were Xenoblade DLC, Fire Emblem mm, Engage, Fire, Fire Emblem Engage DLC, Octopath Traveler Update, which Mario Kart Tracks, Advance Wars which Out Now, and then either Metroid Trilogy announcement or Hollow Knight Silk Song. And they had a metro. They the had one, the first metro. Yeah. So I I got a lot. I got a lot right. You got every I, single one except for part uh, of the last. Advance Wars out now. Yeah. That timing and, of Advance and Wars the last, the final one. The last two. Granted, my bets were pretty safe, but I'm like, I'm so used to this being very anime focused with like a few big Nintendo properties. And like looking, they always like to talk about the games that are either just came out or about to come out. And I'm like, it's bound to happen. <laughs> I was just hopeful with the last one. They ones. were talking about fantasy life, but you just skipped over that game, Freaking so I don't even... Dumb. <laughs> I don't need another one of these stupid games. Na- now it's too many life simulator games, dude. No, it's just too many. Like, some the of those games, simulators. I was like, what is this doing? <laughs> do you, do you, is there another game you guys want to hit on? Uh, I'm going to say something because you guys won't bring it up. Professor Layton. Yeah. Good I've puzzles. never had an experience with it. What are, It was the DS was where it first came? Yeah. So it's like a detective uh, puzzle game. Okay. Like you have to like find clues and stuff like that, and, yeah, and they sometimes give you clues to figure out like riddles and puzzles. yeah, or sometimes was, there's puzzles too. Was it that one, or was it another game where you held the DS like this? That's Hotel Dust. That's novelization. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's like a detective game. Okay. But okay. it's like a more like a novel. Okay. Okay. Cool. So you're looking forward to it. I, I mean, I haven't bought one in a while. I mean, they haven't come out in a while, or have uh, they? I thought Maybe it was just back in... Oh, I mean, that's still a while ago. So I bought the first one. Well, like the, the first one that I owned, I guess. Yeah. But it was on the on the, the 3DS. Uh-huh. And I remember like it had some insane puzzles. I was like, yeah. I felt like a fucking genius solving it. I was like, oh, oh damn, this is how you solve it. And I got into the like the, the whole series. So I started buying them like as they were coming out. But I only bought the second one. And the third one I bought and never ended up playing. And then from there, I never picked up more. I see. So I've only bought in three. Okay. And only played two of them. Cool. But yeah, it, like, I mean, they were all really good, but then it, 
it became to the point where like I, I think it's me growing up where like I, I didn't have the time to solve these difficult puzzles anymore and they weren't as like satisfying even though they were difficult to solve and like little by little I lost interest in them okay. what's something you haven't lost interest in wow correct it's not out on Switch yet. You're setting me up for something, but I'm very much missing the point. What's the game you're looking forward to? Not a game that I have on my list because <laughs> that's the last game we're going to talk about. Wanna, nothing else? Wait, I want to add... Uh, <laughs> damn. Oh, fuck. I not know. Samba de Amigo Party Central? No, hell no. After <laughs> Jeng's demonstration? No, there was a game that I wanted to add. Splatoon 3 near Automata? Octopath Traveler? Or Katamari. Oh yeah, yeah Katamari sequel. Where you I'm, just I'm looking for the looking forward to the um, launch party for Octopath Traveler. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're gonna have a have a good one, part two. But Octopath Traveler, like the way that you saw, like well, the the beginning of Harry Potter, where it's like like all cutscenes. Yeah, I felt like that whole fucking first that game game was like gorgeous that. though. It looks. I, gorgeous. I don't know how it plays, but it but looks, it doesn't the, play. The first one, gorgeous. I I agree. The first one wasn't the greatest in terms of gameplay. I like the battle mechanics, story, right, right, whatever. Right. Kind of take it or leave it. The only thing I'm hoping for is a lot of times with these RPG games, I feel like they do better on iteration. So if it does well enough on the first one, I feel like they'll really f- refine their thing. Mm. And I'm not saying they're going to do it. It's not like a slam dunk, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful yeah. they at least fix some of the stuff that I had gripes with. This is because I don't know how the game plays. Um this could be a topic in itself. I think JRPGs are so outdated. They're just, they haven't come up with it, except for Chrono Trigger. And CSRs. Yeah, maybe. I don't know how CSRs <laughs> know, does that. We haven't seen it yet. They don't do that. random encounters, right? They You see the enemies. If you want to choose to fight them, you fight them. Hey, don't, don't, yeah, that's like don't spoil it for him yet. But like, just random encounters is. That's an outdated mechanic. But do a lot of new ones these days do random encounters? Well, I'm just saying, I think. Thinks no, you know that's a good question. I haven't played it. Wait, I'm sorry. Are you saying Random Encounters is outdated? Like, don't do that anymore? Outdated, yeah. That is an outdated mechanic, dude. But I feel like that's just a classic staple. Like, it is a yes, it's a classic thing, but it becomes grindy. You got to do it like you got to do it like Chrono Trigger. Like, if you see the enemy, you can choose to fight him or not. Or even just in the scaling, it's like I prefer. I think the latest Fire. This is another topic. You know, it's funny because because Pokemon implemented that too. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's a current thing that is plaguing them because a lot of newer ones have been doing better about it. I don't remember if Octopath Traveler 1 did it, but the, act, the actual fights in terms of turn base, it was kind of like a bravery default where you could, if you did the right weaknesses to certain things, you could break them and combo things up with other characters. That's and my the, next topic, JRPG. Okay, I'll do there you go. Next week. Next week. Not next week. Two oh, weeks. yeah, two weeks. Vegas, baby. Two weeks. How long are you going to be in Vegas? Two weeks. <laughs> Belly boys going. You skipping the boop, boop, boop. Crab legs. <laughs> At the end of the fucking two weeks. <laughs> no, he's going He's going to be coming off the flight, going to the buffet, coming into the bill. <laughs> All right, I want to bring up the online retro. We got Game Boy yes. and Game Boy Advance. Yes. Thoughts? The awesome. Game Boy Advance is very interesting, but I think it's because... The the Game Boy, the retro Game Boy, I, I didn't necessarily grow up with that system. Okay. I had a Game Boy, but I didn't have, like, the money to buy games for it. No, you... 
Terrible. So I just I had a Game Boy, like that's it. But once like Game Boy Color came out, I was able to get by the system and you know games. So like the Game Boy Color, like the Minish Cap Game or Color. Game Boy Advance, uh, the Minish Cap, the all the other games too. Yeah, I think the library for the Game Boy Advance is vast and lots of great gems that it's going to be cool to see brought back. They're, the the thing I like is that they're kind of they're implementing like a soft level of multiplayer to some of these to be able to do yeah. online or with friends like Mario Kart, Mario Kart, Tetris, and so I like that with the Game Boy events. I hope they do other games. I'm wonder. I was kind of wondering if we were gonna get Earthbound through that as a as a way or Mother or whatever um, oh, or both yeah, 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 yeah. in terms of like not getting a new one but like getting it through this. But the Game Boy side, and same with NES, I feel like these are in cool spaces that they have now have where if I wanted to show, like, this is what I grew up with, and it's like a console that my, like a, someone's kids could play. Like, my friend is talking about getting a Switch now for his kid. And it's like, if they do the online stuff, he's like, yeah, you could, you could see what I grew up with. You could see the history of it all in one kind of space. Um, I think... And I was talking to Bone Dark about that preservation of things of like it's because of the difficulty in getting some games because of the price. Yes. Having an out, a way in which you can do that is great, is cool to at least experience. But what's funny is Nintendo has been like a jerk about it. Yeah, so. yeah, hundred percent. Because like in previous systems, like oh, purchase the game all over again for like near full price. Yeah, and people still do it. Yeah, and people would do it, which is why they were still doing it. But now it's like, hey, we have this subscription that you're constantly paying for. We already have this money. Family so plan. here, have have these these games. I think it'd be really cool if they brought back the Pokemon games, the old ones. Ooh. But then you can bank those Pokemon until you're. You so can. You can. They had it like a, sort of. They had it. I forget. There's a fuck, dude. There's a. So there's a paid Pokemon bank. Yes, but but and you can link all your games to like the older ones. To a newer think, version, but then it's hard. It's hard to do, right? But you want to be more streamlined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would agree because right now, in order to do that, there is an actual diagram of how to go from OG to the latest or whatever the second to last one connected to it is through hundred steps. But it's not easy, and so I, that'd be cool if they could make it easy. It's possible, so you can get your uh, pick po- Pokemon Pokerus onto yes. the current. Game. I think like. Dude, they could do they can do Switch. No, no, no. I mean DS. <laughs> D, they can do DS. Like it would have to be. How would you do the touchscreen stuff? You would have to buy a separate stand, and you would have to play. There has to be like, <laughs> like a, I don't know, dude. But there's there's certain there's like controllers that are like this. Have you seen them? Yeah, yeah. They're like they're like that. I think I've seen them from shmup type games yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. I I can see them doing it. Please. Bring the DS. Maybe they're saving it for the Switch 2, which is going to be the Switch with two screens. There's a game. There's a game that's like... foldable. Imagine you took that and you just... It's literally another one on top of it. There's a game that's like similar to air hockey. And you you have to play... (laughs) And you have to play like it's it's one one system, and you're play each person has one side of it. Yeah, I know. I think it was <laughs> clip clip it. Um, it was. I thought it was one of the Mario parties. They made it where it's like you could both be on like one. I, well, yeah. the, the one I'm thinking about, oh, it's just a clubhouse game. Clubhouse mm, games. Okay, that was they had that. Oh that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So already possible. Technology is there. All right. I want to talk about, I think 
one more that I want to bring up. Is this what ChatGPT told you? Before the last one. Before the last one. (laughs) Metro Prime. Yes. Remastered. Remastered. Just the first one. Yeah. Damn. I never never played any of the, like, the GameCube... We I missed the GameCube it. era Wii as a U. whole, so I'm very interested in jumping into this one, largely because of the control update too. Because oh, I yeah. I remember trying it on. I did get a GameCube, and I was like, let me boot up. I was like, this is weird. These controls are so weird. <laughs> so that's my brief experience with it. So I'm very curious. They should have added the original, like like non the remastered, like the original GameCube as a online one day. After fucking the remastered Zelda. Yeah, they like gotta make their years. money. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> it's Nintendo, you just said. I just hope Metroid Prime 4 has multiplayer. I'm really curious like what a... it even is. <laughs> they didn't mention anything about the multiplayer. So it's no, I mean, no, for the fourth one. Oh, the that, has, that is who knows where. They're <laughs> stalling. <laughs> Did they show anything from Metroid Prime 4? Nope. Just the, just the four. Because on Twitter, everyone... <laughs> just the four? And then... That was a long time ago, that was That was a long, long time ago. Because on long. Twitter, people are showing that old pit photo yeah. now. And so I thought like they had mentioned, they're like, oh, one more thing. And they just so showed it. So it was, it was at E3, I think. They showed the four. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. And then several years later, they're like, we want to give you an update on this game. We've had to start over. And we're moving to another developer. It's gonna be that much longer now because it's starting from scratch, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" And that was that was years ago, so it's like, who knows? And with this coming out, I'm like, "Oh, it's probably they're milking it if they're doing one at a time." So, I, but I am excited because I I've heard good things about this remake remaster. I know the the like the All Star Pack Mario Pack. There was mixed feedback. Like Nintendo's remastering of some games has been inconsistent um and i'm glad to hear at least some of the early reception of this has been good so far um i hope more of the remakes and stuff get this kind of treatment they're milking that shit 40 bucks each that's an easy hunt 120 dude 120 (laughs) speaking of prices wait so wait you guys are are you guys gonna pick up prime i think so i don't i just don't or digital i'm not gonna pick it up if anything, the physical, but as a collector. Sam, Samus. You're saying this from a Samus. It, it will be a collector's. It completely sealed the whole time. Never touched. If I pick it up. What do you do? We play games. We open them. I want both, man. I, I don't know. I want. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought we play games. We open them. I always like digital. Convenience? Yeah, because what if I want to play it? You know what's funny is Roberto was always physical, and now he's in his digital era. I see things differently now, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to go digital. I'm going to go physical if I buy it, but physical, I don't plan on buying digital it. Digital scares me because they, they could take it away. Yeah, that's it's why. Gone. No, they can't. It's in there. Yeah, that's true. I just turned the still. internet off. The internet's already shitty on this thing anyway. <laughs> but you've already seen something similar like the, uh, uh, what is it, PT? Yeah. It's not that. It, it, so it was playable <laughs> like as long as you had it in your out. system. But it, it's become so rare that like if you, you watch like posts about like someone selling a system, they'll be like still has PT on the system. And the fucking... 
the price for that that system will skyrocket because I mean, it's so high. I'm looking at I my shelf of games that I have that I bought in physical. And no I haven't touched them. <laughs> and no PT on there. I think of no the, because this doesn't exist. Xbox Game Pass. Sometimes they take away games. It's yeah, like, I don't damn. like that. It's, damn, dude, why? Netflix. <sighs> yeah, I'll pick it up remaster if I really love it. Then as a show of that love, I'll get the physical copy. Damn, but. That's how I did with uh, 80 when, bucks. 80 bucks. If. It's an if. 80 bucks. Right, Samus? <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah. yeah. It's like, that. you better waste those 80 bucks. Make that money. You want to talk about the last game? The $70 game, I might add. May 12th. Damn. Zelda, Legend of Zelda's tearing onto the kingdom. Young Beale. <laughs> Every thumbnail. <laughs> The detective is back. Mr. Bean has returned to Hyrule. <laughs> Playing Tear of the Kingdom. Yeah. They showed, in addition to more cinematics, they showed actual gameplay. And he has oh, arm was diseased. Yeah. Tainted. Spoilers. Master Sword. Yeah. Durability. Broken. Broken, maybe? Damn, your hand like a Master Sword? Yeah. You are the Master Sword. Shwing. <laughs> Yeah, what do you guys think? Any thoughts? It looks good, but like the thing I'm afraid is like why are you afraid? It, it they didn't I'm not afraid. But like it looks like the same game just is that a bad new, thing? New 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 puzzles. Is that a bad thing? I like I want something new. What do you want from it? I don't know. You don't even know what you want from it. I mean, <laughs> we have 9,000 Korok seeds. It's just they show very little. And, and I'm not saying that's like a bad thing. Like, I, I'm afraid that they spoil it if they show more. But, like, they showed so little that, like, I can't tell what the combat was. What Just to, like, kind of agree with Vargas. Mm-hmm. The bad guys are the same. No variety. But Devil's Advocate. Like Dark Souls one and two, they reuse or three and even awesome. other they reuse assets. But I just hope they improve on the boss fights for sure. Like that was really weak and and that's the, the thing is the they they can they can showcase. Well, I mean like not showcase, but like the game could eventually have new new enemies. But like they only want to showcase the old stuff so they don't spoil anything new that's for good us. Too. You know, that's a good thing for. Me. I mean, I'm looking <laughs> at other at least the the three D or the the two D Zelda games. Unless they've done drastic changes in scenarios and settings, it's largely been a lot of the same. Like you're fighting Ganon, you're fighting, you're doing these puzzles. They're still enjoyable and do really cool things with a very creative dungeon. Those, granted, those were more dungeon dungeon. This is Breath of the Wild, so it's like okay, we know this is kind of like that open world. I do hope they kind of like yeah, make some updates to it that are mysteries. I don't want to know a lot of those. Yeah, updates. yeah, that's why. But I there's at least enough of the things that I did like that are there. That I'm like, I, I trust you guys. You guys did good. And if you're sticking to a similar format, you can't do bad. <laughs> it's just more, can you do better? I don't know. I yeah. hope you prove me wrong. Yeah. Um, and the mechanics would be different because like his arm, one of them is messed up. So he might be able to use that and wait, like touch things that you normally can't because yeah. they hurt. And then he can do it now because that hand's already fucked up. Lost all nerves. You know. I mean, that Tokyo game show was right. The statue was the amiibo. They've been yeah. right. They've been right twice. So, two times. The other thing, and this is what I was alluding to. This is the first time Nintendo has charged seventy dollars for a game. Yeah, we're talking about AMC ticket prices. We're talking <laughs> about fro- we're the frogs <laughs> boiling in water. Nintendo. 
So yeah, are wait, you guys going to do this? Physical the, and digital? So will you guys do the thing where you, the $100 game game tickets? So apparently that counts yeah. towards it. Yeah. Is that the voucher works. But the thing is, like, them. once it becomes like, oh, I mean, it's already becoming like big news. And until it might catch on and then, you know, not allow future ones to, to purchase it anymore. Possibly. If that game is great, that's a game I want both digitally and physically, even if it costs that much. Yeah, the thing is, I want I, I want a, digital I want a physical version of that though. So, Mario's got you. Mario sixty four's got you. The collector's edition. <laughs> it goes really quickly. It has a steel book. It almost has me, but I'm good right now. I think that, I'll do wait, it. Wh- how much is that one? One twenty. <clears throat> yeah, no. <laughs> I have enough stuff right now. <laughs> um, I but just in general, just the price increase for their game. Does that? Does that? surprise you is that news to you it doesn't surprise me like uh, um the thing is like the cost of video games is going up for what we see as current gen for uh, xbox and playstation it was inevitable for uh uh, nintendo so eventually all their games will be a price increase what do you think i think they listened to me because i said i would have paid easily paid 100 bucks you fucked up first breath of the you fucked up i mean that's a counterpoint because I mm-hmm. brought it up on my Discord. Yeah. But like Subi Rex said, damn, like 70 bucks, dude. Games were like back then were 90 bucks, 80 bucks. He's like, and that's without inflation. Like yeah. with inflation, that would have been way more. 150, like 200. I was like, yeah, you have a point. That is a good point. And I think the other factor that, I mean, the, going back to your first claim of like what you would say for the first breath of the wild is like, if a game is so good, like, how much would you have been willing to pay for like Elden Ring, for instance, oh, yeah. or or Hades, or some of these games that you now in hindsight know how, how good they are? Does that warrant different pricing, or do you think this is just like a new? Because like you're like I'm right now with the Hogwarts thing. In order to be able to play when I did, it's an extra ten bucks. So it's like people are doing it for pre-order bonuses for other reasons that they're raising. This is just Nintendo being like, we got a game seventy bucks. It's like. Why is that? I, it it's become a conversation just for that, and I'm like, that's funny when we don't bat an eye at like hundreds of other reasons right. we raise prices for. Yeah. Games. But there are limits, like yeah. E- even though Elden Ring is an amazing game, I wouldn't pay a hundred dollars for that. You know that that's I just would. me personally. I would. You know, like eighty How much bucks would you is pay for a really really great game. How much would you pay wow. for Wow? <laughs> that was that was, that was what I'm gonna point to. <laughs> How much are you still paying for a while? <laughs> the, the thing is, it's funny. is like, I, <laughs> wait, the, I know who knows. I know who knows. Monkey. Bring up the receipts. The, the thing that's funny about that game is like, <laughs> I, I I wouldn't pay more than like 40 bucks essentially. But that's, that's a, that's a one time fee versus like, I paid 40 bucks for the expansion, which is the bare minimum because there's like they have the deluxe version, which is 60 bucks. Then they have the uh, like the 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 one that comes with like you get a free level 60. You get a whole 30 game uh, 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 days of gameplay for like 80 bucks. I was like, I don't need any of that shit. Just 40 bucks. But then I also to continuously play every month. I need to pay 15 dollars a month. You do. And how long have I been playing this fucking game for? Yeah. How many months has that been? How many $15 a month has that been? Like, I've spent like fucking 500 bucks possibly or more. But Elden Ring. Line draw? (laughs) Line draw, yeah. Okay. 
I'm not I would disagree. Like I'm just saying it's interesting the way the brain works. I feel like of how you no. say how you look at one thing versus another. I disagree with them. I, f- I bet you, like, if it was a hundred bucks and everyone was talking about it, you'd give in. I don't think so. Everyone's talking. At about least, it. So I I would agree. Maybe in, in my past, but like now, I'm more conservative with my money because I I like I'm getting older and I need to think start thinking about like DLC in investing in my my future yeah. for like retirement and stuff. So I can't Adult just be things. like. Willy nilly fucking spending money here and there, you That's know. That's why you need Xbox Game Pass. So before, like, you know, a few years back, I was buying every game I fucking like. You mentioned a game, I've already bought it. Like, you know, and now it's like uh, one game a year is what I'm like fucking cutting it down to pretty much. I mean, wow. I'm not like one wow. game every four months, maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> we're gonna right, audit right, this. Right, right, right. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> audit this. Clip, clip, clip this. That's more like me. One game every like year, dude. When last year, yeah, it I was bought- Elden Ring. And what else did you get? Vampire Survivors for like three bucks. It counts, but what else? did you <laughs> did you did you get? It? I'm just saying in terms of purchases, yeah. it technically counts. But I thought you there was a third one. Was there? Pretty sure there is. I don't remember. Don't. What was in really our game buy, of the year conversation? I don't buy new games pretty much. Um, let me do a quick look. But the next new game I might buy with the PlayStation 5 is Resident Evil 4. It's coming up. It's coming up. Vampire Survivors. Did you get... I think I know the answer to this. You didn't get uh, Monster Hunter? The no, DLC? No, I did. No. I did, though. I mean, technically, you got a game. You just didn't pay for it. (laughs) Violet. But no, I'm not counting that. I'm not. Okay. Fair. Yeah. He's two. Have you even played Pokemon? Yeah. I used to fucking. No, 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 no. This current one. No, no, no. Yeah, sorry, that. It's it's funny. It's funny because it's in my system, and I've been meaning to play it, but jump rope. It's loaded up right now. I have not played it. Slay to spy. <laughs> he probably put it in and was about to like load it up, and he's like, "Slay spy." Just know your hands just automatically <laughs> go to slay spy. What's going on? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Resident Evil. But 4. I will buy Resident Evil Four Zelda this year, probably for sure. I was talking to a friend of the show, Talcate Brigade, and I was like, "Dude, did you play Sea of Stars demo?" And he's like, "Dude, Sea of Stars, did you see that?" I was like, "The demo's out." He's like. I don't want to blue balls myself. It's so far away. I, I, I like. I, I'm like, you're right. And I was being sarcastic. I'm like, it's in August. What's gonna come out between now and August? I don't know. And I know what he likes to play. I'm like, there's a Horizon DLC. There's Resident <laughs> Evil Four. There's Breath of the Wild. There's a li- and I listed like two other games. There's how are you, honest God? Are you gonna pass the time between now and August? Shit. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> Called him out on Damn, I want to pick up Sunbreak, but I want the PS5 version. It's got Jump Rope. It's got, like, cool DLC. Like, yeah, like all the skins and stuff. They just added, like, some crazy new boss or something. I saw Maximilian play a little bit of it. (sighs) Yeah, it's interesting. It's not... For for Zelda, I think that's a good choice to make because I think the conversation has just been about the price it's been very few. Like most people are like, yeah, Zelda. Like I want to play. Yeah, it. like, yeah. It's almost, it's like a afterthought. And they, they did something not like necessarily similar, but uh, with the breath of the wild, mm. 
that was their like we have it on the Wii U and we're getting it on the Switch. So they hid the cost with the price of a console. <laughs> They're like, you're buying this console. Yeah, Damn, yeah. I got three copies of Breath of the Wild then. You have the Wii U one? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Holy shit, I originally played on the Wii U. I remember. <laughs> Holy I had the fuck. Wii because like, I, I couldn't get a fucking Switch. It was like high in demand. So I bought the Wii U. And then like a few months later, I got the Switch version. Let go of my Wii U. I didn't even finish that game. Played it on the Switch. Immediately finished the fucking game. Last question I have from my side, at least. The Switch we're talking about right now came out with the <laughs> the launch of the Switch came out with Breath of the Wild. Yes. The Switch many have been saying is becoming outdated in a lot of ways. With certain games, you know, it varies in experience. If Breath, of, if this Tears of Kingdom shows any frame rate issues, any fidelity concerns or. Do you think that conversation will it, it will stoke the flames again, or do you think it's just like are we at, are we how do you this is kind of like its own thing, but it's like what do you guys think of this game and like if it's performance with a new console? I I think if it has really bad uh, things because we already had an issue with Pokemon um, having like you know framer issues with like background uh, yeah just uh, things visuals, um, but I don't think this one will because. They've already had, like, I'm assuming that it's the base game of Breath of the Wild moved on to here and then added, like, they add, like, a, a bunch of stuff. So they probably have the frame rate stuff down. But if it has issues, yeah, people will, will be like, you know, I think it's time to upgrade you know, the hardware on this a little kind of thing. Okay. What do you think, Jay? I had another podcast with our first guest. <laughs> but, um, In two hours? I think that genitals. <laughs> this is kind of off topic, but if there is a switch too, we were talking about it. There has they can't make the same mistakes Microsoft and Sony made. Hmm. They need to make it backwards compatible. All Switch games, Switch One games will work on Switch Two. I was actually having this conversation uh, at work the other day. I think whatever it is should be plug and play. Like the controllers should be able to be like revert, like just Joy-Con old or new and it's like that same space but just updated kind of whatever um i agree with you uh i i think you're you raise a good point too it's like it's because it's so similar it's not changing drastically in terms of stuff it's not gonna push anything beyond what they already are familiar with um i do wonder i kind of have a feeling maybe we'll see an announcement this year for next year of a maybe new hardware of some sort because it's been some time and it's reaching it's like upper echelon of metrics like hitting like top three of all time um and then i think when they do that they'll be like we've just we here's here look at tears of the kingdom on the new console and it'll boost sales for this game again or something how how do you think the game will start out because the first one we started like in a naked in a cave naked in a in a pool And, a tablet, and we go we go outside, and immediately just you're available to everything. I think it'll be come in a cave. I think that shot at the end where they're like reaching out to each other is the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. and it's you coming out of the cave, and it's like, what is the, what happened to the world? How I did want, we get in the cave? I want it's them cinematic. To do... It just starts with a cutscene, and then you're like at the bottom, like I gotta I gotta figure out how to get out of here, and then you start through the tutorial, and then you get out of the cave with a little fight with a boss, and then. Whoa, what is this world? 
I want them to do the Castlevania Symphony of the Night where you're fighting Ganondorf and you're fully powered up from the first game. And then he just like, oh. fucking sucks all your power out and throws you. And you go into this time vortex and you wake up starting from ground zero. That'd be cool. We didn't. Did we talk about Sea of Stars? No. But it's also... That's the best game. No, I'm sorry. But, but that game wasn't shown as a as its own thing. It was shown in a, in a montage, wasn't it? No, it showed. Oh, it's good demo worth trying. That's all I'll say. I don't want the talk the, about the graphics look like. I mean, the music. I know it's still pixel art, but like, there's pixel art, and then there's pixel art, and this is like the sound of menus. It's like they hit all the right notes of like ah. Oh, that just that sounds like a really high quality menu click. It's like mm. clut, clut. like it's it's all perfect. It's all good. I want to talk to you. Them. Make fun of me when fucking messenger makes this sick ass underwater. You sound. just talked about only the underwater part, and then you make fun of me. <laughs> yes. You only talked about the menu sounds. I haven't. I said the music is good. The guitar is good. And then you said the music. Menu I just talked about the menu now. Don't turn this on me. It is. The <laughs> is the demo? Um, save progression so when you buy the full game it i don't know oh it would say it's it does have no it's not because they said this this is not using end difficulties and mechanics and any it comes out on august 29th but um they did say you can replay it as many times as you want and there's like they said at their end thing they're like there's actually a secret thing hidden in a part of the earlier Mm. game we we dare you guys to try to find it I'm probably get a copy of the it game. Might for have free. jump rope. Warning. I just. I, mean, <laughs> I know it's like Chrono Trigger inspired and Super Mario RPG inspired and Golden Sun inspired. I just hope it deals with time travel. I don't think I, it does, but you think it does? Like, I think it might just because. So the the base part of it, it's like fantastical, piratey in a lot of ways in this port that you start in this demo. And then you kind of, it, it makes you traverse into the world map and it takes you to this dungeon. And you go into the dungeon and it's kind of fun. It's got a, little, a bunch of little puzzles, but it's very rudimentary. The fights are fun. And then you have a boss fight. And the boss fight gave me messenger vibes, which makes me think, oh, there's some, there's going to be, there's magic involved. There's fantasy involved. I'm like, I feel like they're gonna do some other angle that, like Messenger on face value had a, had ma- had like magic and this other stuff, but then they had this whole other aspect that was like not at face value. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I feel like it'll have. But you had to like beat like way p- past the halfway point at the. You had to be a good way in before yeah. you start seeing some of that stuff. I I don't know where it would be in this, but I think they're they're gonna. They 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 seem like they have a good line of history to draw home homages from. From these these games you kind of listed, and I think they will. They've done a good job, like with the messenger. That I'm like, I think yeah. they have that care to be like, man, look at look at what we're, like we want to. They remind me of Super Giant in some ways, where it's like they do different games and different genres of games, but when they do them, they're in homage to those genres. Like for sure, they'll be in the next packs. I think. Yeah. Booth. We'll so see you there. I I want to <laughs> say that. Um... I have it on my fantasy list. This game uh, has a like a prequel almost. No, but I I'm thinking I might be. Thinking I think you're Ayuda Chronicles or something. Oh yeah, yeah, you're that right. one had a bunch okay. of versions. Yeah, I think I backed both. Yeah, I remember that one too. 
Yeah, that right now I I bought like the one of the prequels for that one because it was three bucks on Steam. Mm-hmm. So I was doing, but it's digital. But it's it's like a it's a it's a <laughs> DLC prequel. <laughs> I don't care about that. Uh, it's just to try playing it. But I'll once do. the real game comes out, I want to buy a physical version. Okay, sure. <laughs> cool. Overall, though, direct positive. That's good. Negative. Uh, like eighty percent of the games I didn't care. Nintendo. About. See, even the bad ones, they seem to kill. They're the best ones when it comes to direct. Like, I, you Sony know, they Microsoft like we've talked about it before, but like they have their directs pretty much down to a science. For the most part. Yeah, I think some are a little off base with like either what they they promote it to be. They're like, here's a bunch of that, and I'm like, what the fuck was all those? those yeah, are like, like some weird. Yeah, you spend thirty minutes on Xenoblades. I'm like. <laughs> There are offshoots, but when they do these these ones, it's like you put some big tentpole games, yeah, yeah. and then you sprinkle in. I didn't care for some of those like little random fantasy ones, but I'm like, that's fine. I'm sure there's an audience for it. Exactly. But yeah. if you give me enough of the mixture, I'm like, just throw in one of these with Silk Song. That's, that's <laughs> all I want to see. Just sprinkle some Silk Song on there. Just a, a title. That's <laughs> all. I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be happy. Uh, anyway, I think that's that's it for our episode. Where where can people find you guys? They can find me online, all social media, called Marmalade. They can find me at the buffet <laughs> <laughs> in Vegas at the Last Bosses everywhere. They can find me at Level Up Expo, ten year anniversary, kicking things off next week in Vegas. And everywhere else, you can find me at Gujo Prime or KJ Roshi uh, on TikTok. That's my TikTok. I have a Kujo Prime, but that's not the one that blew up. So KJ Roshi, like Master Roshi. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with that no. until right now. Well, because I my your stick should be nosebleeds. Not <laughs> me. No, what well, I had a friend who always nicknamed me like Kuroshi Roshi, mm. and I was like KJ Roshi. I don't know. It just it worked. I I did it. So that's where you can find me on TikTok. Everyone else, Kujo Prime. You can find us all at the Weekly DLC. Thank you for joining us for episode 302. Next week, no episode loaded up. Uh, we'll have we'll try to do something recorded for the, for the panel, but uh, we'll be out. We'll be posting about it and stuff on our socials, but look for that. And we'll be back the week after. But until then, we'll DLC you later.